Hey there, We Can't Wrestle Podcast listeners. If you haven't noticed, we have switched our server to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Highly recommended by me and everybody else here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Nate Max and your host here with you. And this week, we are going to be doing one of our freeform episodes of the show, meaning no edits, no topic. No, anything like that. I'm just going to bring in whoever's willing to join me on the show this week, and we're just going to shoot the shit for a couple hours and try to entertain you as best we can. I would be remiss if I did not ask you to please, if you have not yet, go check out WrestleNet Radio, our new 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week pro wrestling talk radio show. I am very proud of this project. It's a long time coming, and I'm very, very excited about it. It's going to be great as time goes on. I am currently, right now, inviting co-hosts into the show, and we will see who is going to join me and who is not here for the Weekend Wrestle Podcast, episode 132. And, yeah, this is all taking place 100% as time goes on. I'm not joined by anybody yet, but I sent the invites to the guys. See who wants to join us here in the Weekend Wrestle Podcast. And before I uh, get any guests in here, uh, mentioned WrestleNet Radio again. 24-7, 365, pro wrestling talk. There's... Yeah, featuring episodes of the We Can't Wrestle podcast, Reliving the Extreme. You have virtual asylum shows in there, Maximum Gold with David Gold, um, and many more things in development for WrestleNet Radio coming up. And also, don't forget to join me, Aaron, and Chad Austin for Reliving the Extreme. Every week, chronologically, we are reliving ECW, watching the episodes And reviewing them, and uh, that is quite the experience as well. We've seen some, as Chad likes to say, doozies on that show. So please check out Reliving the Extreme and buy the shirt. Buy the Reliving the Extreme t-shirt. Another way that you can support the We Can't Wrestle podcast, Reliving the Extreme podcast, etc., etc. As we are recording, I am joined... 
by the the well vacationed Mr. Yes. Archie Mitchell here. Yes, yes, on the very, Weekend Wrestle Podcast. Very relaxed and subdued, Nate. Relaxed and subdued, and we are also joined. I think this is the first time Archie and Chad Austin have been right. on a show together. Chad, how you doing, buddy? Chad just had to put up with me for like an hour and a half, like two hours. <laughs> He's probably like, I've had an overdose of this motherfucker at this point. Of me? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck you mean of me? No, no. I You've had an overdose of me tonight. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. I, I, will, <laughs> I, will, I will totally agree with that. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it in a bad way. <laughs> I, I don't think that happened in a bad way. <laughs> Well, Archie, how was your vacation to uh, the Disney World and such with your fam bam? It was worth every penny. Um, we got to enjoy the grandbaby and the children. And it was just every, you know, when you go on vacation with an expectation of seeing certain looks in people's eyes or the way their voice changes when they get excited. Mm-hmm. Well, we got all of that and then some. Uh, so it was fantastic. Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute here. What? Who is this Archie? This is Archie Mitchell. Archie I'm, Mitchell. Yes. One of our one of our co-hosts of the Weekend Wrestle Podcast. Like I said, you Wait. guys haven't been on a show yet together. Yes. Wasn't he this a big a- star in Eastern Tennessee? In the 70s? <laughs> I, I was. That was when I went by Buck Naked. And then they, they ran me out of the territory. Ron Wright? <laughs> <laughs> Ron Wright with the brass knocks or the shank? <laughs> Archie just Archie was responsible for uh, wa- uh, laundering uh, laundering Ron Wright's blankets in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. You know yes. the ones he had on his on his yes. lap. There. And if you're familiar with the gentleman who ran the UWF, Herb Abrams. Uh, yeah, I was his cocaine dealer. <laughs> <laughs> you made a lot of money in 1991. I'll tell you that. I did. I did. No, <laughs> no Chad. Uh, Aaron actually had me uh, commissioned me to do a custom of you uh, when before you guys started the extreme uh, reliving the extreme. I made your custom retro figure. Bye. Yeah. Did, did he ever send that to? You? Did you send that to Aaron Archie? Yes, I sent them both. Did Aaron ever send it to Chad? I'm no, sure. I mean no. You guys, you guys keep it. I don't. Aaron Maxson is here. He is in the in the house. I mean, I, I'd love to have a figure. Yep. You know, Aaron, my, Aaron, the kids and all would love to have a figure, but not a big deal. Aaron, did you ever send huh? one of the Chads that I made to Chad? Oh, fuck. No, I didn't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm looking like right at it. <laughs> Damn, I'll send it. I'll send it this week. <laughs> I'm like so three years behind. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you hear the voice of Aaron. He has joined us here in the We Can't Wrestle podcast along with Chad and Archie. Now, I got to apologize, Nate, because for the last two weeks, I have not watched the current product because I was away. You don't have to apologize to me. <laughs> so if we're talking about anything current, I know nothing of what's going on. God bless you and your sanity. You yes. have a little bit of sanity. I'm cause... refreshed. I'm like waiting for Monday Night Raw with like high, high hopes. You know? Oh, God. Don't do that. No, I know. I know. Uh, this... Oh, shoot with the TV. That's oh, fucking <laughs> awful. It's fucking awful. It's terrible. Um, SmackDown ain't bad now, but Raw's. Well, SmackDown yeah. is never really bad. It's just, you know, you got to wave through some of the crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. 
So well, um, I, I, I got to say, I just watched something a minute ago that I just was like, all right, now there's an opportunity. Great opportunity. Here's an opportunity. Do something. Do something. Do something. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> right. Uh, and then all of a sudden it's like they're going to do a package with Cesaro. You know? He's, yeah. Well, and uh, okay, so while we're on that, I just, I guess I'll bring it up. We weren't, I, so why, why would, I don't understand why WWE, the way that they book, th- you know, you know, fuck it, the way they book things, but first of all, nobody, nobody talks like that in real life, the way that they right. talk on the shows. But then also, you're trying to get Cesaro over, all right? Okay. I get it. I love the guy. I think he's great. Great mm-hmm. worker, et cetera, et cetera. But then last week, I haven't watched, obviously I'm not I'm not watching this week's SmackDown yet, but last week when they bring him in to interview him, the interviewer goes, here is the guy that finally won at WrestleMania, Cesaro. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh, he's won at WrestleMania. There's a way to push a main eventer. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a lo- here's a loser that finally caught the, caught the but, fall. What the but fuck? When I heard them say that, Nate, <laughs> Nate, when I heard that being labeled as so... I was like, wait a minute. He won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and him and Sheamus successfully defended the tag titles at a WrestleMania. Yeah, it doesn't count. Who the if fuck it ha- is this guy? Doesn't count if it happened on Sunday Night Heat, I guess, or whatever the like fuck they call their pre-show. <laughs> yeah, but still, you don't you don't rewrite history just to make it sound good. WWE does. I guess so. <laughs> like like Cesaro's kids are all going. The middle school going. My dad won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, who the hell's that? I heard he never won at WrestleMania. He's yeah. a fucking loser. Yeah. yeah. Well, you didn't see it at 5 a.m. on the network. <laughs> My dad used to team with Chris Hero. Who? Or oh, Cassius Ono. Who? You know, the guy they fired twice. Oh, yeah. I think I worked him. <laughs> Cassius Ono? Um, Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I worked him. Um, I was I wanted to I wanted to see if you guys are especially Chad because I'm going through I've been going through my old DVDs, mm-hmm. um, and I, I had put pictures up of that one that I had that grand what is it grand <coughs> grand, grand slam grand, grand masters, masters of wrestling. wrestling. Listen to this. Listen to this bang up card. Ace Darling versus Dangerous Devin Storm. King Kong Bundy versus Iron Mike Sharp. Oh. The Metal Maniac versus Jimmy Snuka, and so Ooh. much more, and so much more. So, you know, but no, this one, this one that I pulled out today, I don't know if any of you guys ever had it or have ever seen it. It's called Kings of Carnage Fatal Four Way, and it's got footage from that uh, FOW that was down in Florida. But anyway, listen to this card: <laughs> Hardcore Title Match, Barry Horowitz. Versus Rusty Brooks versus the Sandman. <laughs> is that random enough or what? All right, Sandman <laughs> hardcore. Who the hell is Rusty Brooks and where the hell did Barry Horowitz come from? Well, I mean, I'm sure Rusty Brooks and um, Barry Horowitz, they had an ongoing feud because, you know, they're from the same territory. And okay. I'm sure that probably Barry Horowitz brought the Sandman in, you know, to yeah. even the sides. <laughs> that that's my guess. But then when the Sandman got there, 
and he realized that the bars that Barry Horowitz go to close at 10 o'clock. <laughs> he probably ended up hanging out with Rusty Brooks. It ain't for me, brother. I'll be over here with Sal Balomo. Well, Sal Balomo is not nowhere to be found. So. <laughs> the, the FOW tag team title match, the Vandals. Who are the Vandals? Versus Christian York and Joey Matthews. Good tag team. I haven't I haven't watched this DVD the yet. Seat Boys or whatever they call themselves. Yeah. Well, they're, East, they're, they're, they're two of the Maryland guys. I, 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 I thought Christian York was, but I didn't know about Joey. Yeah, yeah they're, they're in Maryland. They're, they're, Maryland yeah. they're two of our guys. Like, um, I, I'm not going to say that I trained. Oh, Jesus. I'm not going to say that. I, did, you hear, did you guys hear that? Yeah. Something just fell. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was my stand for the the, the phone thing. Like, um, I'm not going to say that Joey that Joey um, and Christian were trained in Maryland, but they were. I want to say refined in Maryland. Mm. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. because after they were trained, they came up here and we got them work. Yeah. And we know me and Dino worked them guys so many times. Like I, I, I was even in Christian's wedding for Christ's sake. Wow. Like, was was send off? What's that? You saying Dino send off? No, not Dino send off. <laughs> no. Dino Bravo. <laughs> not even Dino Bravo. <laughs> His name was just Dino. Oh, yeah. Just you know, <laughs> he had the he had their Flintstones gimmick. You don't yeah. remember him? That would be for a good gimmick. Just yeah. Dino. Chris Michaels did a good Dino. Sim- simply Dino. Simply, simply Dino. Dino. That's I what like we'll call well, yeah, man. Go, go, go! Find the match of me and Dino again. Uh, Gilbert and Bam Bam Gilbert. and Rocco. <laughs> Who? Bam Bam and Rocco. What are you naming off video game people? <laughs> Speaking of fucking Flintstone characters. Yeah, I mean, like Pebbles? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, go, back, go back and watch the match with Dino and me against Steve Wilkos and Gilbert when when Dino pulls out a goddamn footlong out of his jacket pocket when I when I when I tag him into the ring. Doing the Morocco gimmick with a sandwich? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, 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 what are you doing, dummy? Like, we're in a tag team match here. And you got a, you got a foot-long Italian coke cut that didn't look that bad, by the way. I gotta be <laughs> well, he probably went to Subway. You got a $5 foot-long. <laughs> yeah, well, while, while I was in the middle of the ring getting a beat up, <laughs> he ran the Subway. Well, we've learned on this episode so far that Dino's a you can son get of a, a bitch. subway. You can get a you can get a foot long and a ticket to the ECW arena for five dollars. <laughs> five dollars. You don't have to park. No, you don't have to pay no park. Nothing. Maddie in the house. Maddie in the house is going to beat it into your fucking head too. The ECW on this card. Back to this card. The ECWA title match. Okay. Scoot, Scoot Andrews. Scoot Scoot versus Black Boy. Versus Low Key versus Mike Sullivan. Now is that Low Key the uh warrior? Yes. Okay. Yeah, a I'm a I'm a I'm a low key fan. I like low key. I am too, but, but he's changed his gimmick like four times. <laughs> it's like pick one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't or know who I, anybody know who Mike Sullivan is? No. 
Wasn't he a W? It's, it's Kevin's right. illegitimate son. <laughs> that what, joke what, came yeah. up short, Aaron. I'm sorry. What, yeah, wasn't he a TV guy for WCW? Aaron. That was Mike Sanders. Aaron. I don't know who I don't know who Mike Sullivan was. No, that was a, that was average Mike Sanders. But above average, above average, Mike Sanders is pretty cool. Like he wasn't like the like tits in the ring or whatever, but he was a good promo, and I yeah. enjoyed Mike. Mike I Sanders. Actually, I actually enjoyed the Natural Born Killers. I uh, the thrillers. I thought they were actually a decent, uh, decent stable. You know, they were just in a bad company that didn't know really what to do with them except for just keep mix matching the tag teams. We don't like to talk about bad company on this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. But Chad, Aaron. Chad, wait, I can't hear you. Let me see here. Did he mute himself? I'm not sure. Aaron, just so you know, I was going to make you a Kevin Sullivan custom, but I couldn't find a micro brawler that matched up with every other <laughs> eye bro. So I, I said the hell with it. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Micro brawler. <laughs> we can't hear Chad. I'm going to take Chad out of the stream here and bring him back in and see if we can hear him. No edits on this show. You might have gotten mad because they mentioned bad company. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't hear you, Chad. He may have muted himself. He might have hit the mic button without realizing. <laughs> I love befuddled Chad Austin. <laughs> All right. We're going to see. Let's befuddled see. Befuddled Chad Austin. <laughs> Chad, I'm going to boot you and you can come back in because I'm not getting any audio. The next, the next, okay, the next match on this card, it's an international title match. I, I don't know. Were, <laughs> were they all title matches? Or? An international okay. Waffle House. <laughs> it's Chris gotcha. Daniels. Chris Daniels mm-hmm. versus who the fuck is Bruno Sassy? <laughs> I've heard of Bruno, it before. Bruno he sounds Sassy. like he sounds like he sounds like one of those guys that would be on uh, on H- an HBO no, I, comedy I, I, special. Yeah, I think yeah. I think Bruno Sassy was in that like um, what was it like the Alpha Slam tag team. Mm, not ringing a bell. They, I mean, they, I'm, not, they, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I don't even know who he is. Well, I, I think I'm right. But I think they did like a collegiate, like. like oh, were they two like fat guys? Or, yeah, they did like yeah, a frat. Oh, they were yeah. called like Alpha U or something or Slam U or something like that. Yeah, I, rem- yeah, I remember yeah, that now. Yeah. But he does sound like a bad comedian that would be on Def Comedy Jam. Yeah, I know now some I'm coming shit. to the stage, Bruno Sasso. <laughs> yeah, he'd be standing in front of that brick wall. Yeah, you know the. <laughs> yeah. He's, going, he's, unfor- he's unfortunately gonna have to like follow like. You know what? He's like, in, he's like in between like Bernie Mac and fucking D.L. Hughley. Right, right. <laughs> he's gonna do terrible. And he's for, trying forgotten to, do, to time. He's trying to do bad Seinfeld comedy, but it's just not coming off the right way. Like, yeah. What's the deal with airplane peanuts? Bitches be crazy, and then like everybody's just like, "What?" Can I say a non-wrestling thing, by the way? Just because yeah. I, I, hey, I, I I went on this um, like stand-up comedy fucking wormhole 
Bernie Mac is probably in the top five funniest stand-up comedians of all time. Yeah, I agree with that. Bernie Mac's fucking fantastic. Was fantastic. Mm -hmm. He's dead now. But he's great. Oh, are we going to welcome me back yet? Yes. Welcome they back, did. Chad. They did. He said welcome back. Well, I didn't hear it, so <laughs> it wasn't official. <laughs> it, it's not official until he fucking hears it. I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, there was no midgets. Like, where was Blue of a Sean? With the we did talk about Kevin Sullivan for yeah, a minute. When you yes. got taken out, we were talking about Kevin Sullivan. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We were, talking about his, we were talking about his micro brawler being actual size. <laughs> well, that's pretty funny. Do you know? Okay. <laughs> Next match on this card. I know I'm just shooting the shit here, but the well, well, no, tell, ask Chad about the, the last match you mentioned. He might know those people. Well, I know who Chris Daniels is. The one match, Chad, that we were talking about, it's the next match on the card was Chris Daniels versus Bruno Sassy. And I didn't know who Bruno Sassy was. Well, I wish I did. <laughs> I, I I gotta find out who Bruno Sassy is. <laughs> Nate, Nate, remember <laughs> Kiwi in WCW? Kiwi, yeah. Kiwi, yeah. Alan, Alan Funk. Alan Funk, the guy who was on uh, Beyond the Mat and all that. Mm -hmm. And they stuck him with that wonderful gimmick. Bruno Sassi might have been the perfect person for that gimmick. I'm thinking about. Hi, I'm Bruno Sassi. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about like a, a feminine right, version right. of Bruno San Martino. Oh, God. <laughs> Good God. Oh, oh I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. That have been a champion for seven and a half years. You almost sound like if Jim Barnett <laughs> met Bruno San Martino. <laughs> like what if what what if what if um, Bruno San Martino had to go into the, the 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 office to get his schedule, and he's like, I don't know, <laughs> like I don't know about this. Yeah, I mean. I gotta, I, I gotta drop the, all this. <laughs> I gotta drop the belt. I gotta drop the belt because I got the vapors. <laughs> I've been cold off. I've been cold. I've been cold off. You Russian bear, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Garvin. He's yelling. Larry Zabisco, I dare you. <laughs> I dare you, Larry Zabisco. <laughs> you give me the go behind. <laughs> and Zabisco's just sitting there like, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Look that's, at the, that's, the, that's the last thing Zabisco wanted to do was give Bruno the go behind. <laughs> He's like, I've been champion for seven years. That's right, because nobody wants to get in the ring with your ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> gay Bruno San Martino. <laughs> gay Bruno San Martino. <laughs> and Bruno Sassy. Sassy. <laughs> you know There's what? Somebody, somebody tell somebody better tell fucking um the Gray Brian last. <laughs> they gay gay Bruno San Martino. <laughs> it brings a whole it brings a whole new meaning to hot Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> hot Bruno. <laughs> Yeah. I, mean, I, I know how I know how Brian does like twenty five minutes of openings where he can talk and 
but a gay Bruno <laughs> could be one of the, <laughs> you, one of you, the best ones. You remember how Bruno only wore like red and black tights? I picture gay Bruno being in like skin color tights and he's completely shaven because he's got no hair and you know and he's got oil all over him. He's just like, hey y'all, let me tell you. <laughs> Come to the no. garden. Come to the garden. <laughs> I, 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 I can't I can't picture that. This Saturday night, it's not Shea Stadium. It's Gay Stadium. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, we're getting knocked off the air for this one. Oh, All right. Definitely. The next match. It's yeah, the F- making YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's the FOW title match. What are Billy, these titles? Billy Fives oh. versus Norman Smiley. Who's fuck is Billy Fives? Uh, well, he's, he's actually an indie guy. I remember Billy Fives. He's Ricky he Three's brother. Billy Fives was talked about for like a minute. He was in with like like the Scoot Andrews and those guys. Like the he guys, was talked about in there the guys that the guys that were supposed to be the next guys, but they weren't. Yeah. I remember well, Billy Fives. Well, you, hey, wait you, a minute. I was lumped into them guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you, really? you were. You were, Chad. You were not weren't. You were. No, I was. <laughs> and I was. <laughs> I, I was lumped into them guys. Does, does any of this have anything to do with Rocky Johnson? I'm not sure. Rocky Johnson, <laughs> in where does that come from? In what way? <laughs> well, Rocky Johnson's like with Scoot Andrews. I. I got a phone call from Rocky Johnson about this new promotion and like the Urban Wrestling Federation or whatever. And I, I, I just literally went, oh, good God. <laughs> you know, I literally just like, no, just no way. And it was in Florida. You guys never heard about this? No, I no. heard of I heard of the Urban. I heard they were trying to do it. And I'll be honest, Chad, I felt the same way. It's like, but then it never really got off the ground. I think they had like four shows and that was it. Yeah. I mean, there was no chance. And and these people were expecting me. I was just paying. I was just getting into a new business venture where I was paying money to buy a new business. And while I was on the job, they called Rocky, called me and was like, we want you and your partner to come. I'm like, there's no chance. Like, like I'm getting ready to buy a successful business to come down, and you want me to come down to Florida to work for you with <laughs> with hopes? <laughs> yeah, hopes. <laughs> uh, um, you know, with a pocket full of dreams. Like maybe maybe you can get Davy and Demento, man. <laughs> Chad would have like walked in, like, "Hey, I'm here to work." Oh, we already closed. Sorry, yeah. you're yeah. working. You're working Mondo clean. Today. Yeah, by the time I got there, they would have been out of business. Yeah. <laughs> we only taped four shows, Charlie. Sorry, sorry Jack. <laughs> the, uh, the main event on this DVD, before we go on to whatever we do next, listen to this. Fatal 4-Way. You got the American Dream <clears throat> Dusty Rhodes, baby. Ooh. Okay. Terry versus Terry Funk. Versus Kevin Sullivan versus Abdullah the Butcher. The Good God! 
This is from two thousand three. This is from two thousand and three. Is, is by that the way. match it, just... it, is 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 that the one where they like play like old Van Zyes or whatever when fucking Terry Funk comes out? I I don't know. I have I I'm gonna actually watch the DVD like tomorrow. I, I, I really think I I really think you, you know that song they play every year, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that they I honestly think they play that when fucking Terry Funk comes out and he cuts a promo on it. Um, Did you say this was in 2003? Yeah, this video is copyright 2003. Yeah, but that match could have happened in 98. No, 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 no. Dusty Rhodes, Abdul the Butcher. Abdullah the Butcher, Kevin Sullivan, and Terry Funk. No, Archie, this this video is definitely from that time frame because these oh, pictures really? of these guys are yeah. Well, what was what was it for the American Red Cross blood donor drive? I don't know. <laughs> <mean, it was laughs> yeah, Four guys that love to bleed, but they were already in their fifties. Jesus, that that is a show where they play old Van Zyz when fucking Terry Funk comes out. I remember that. Jesus, That's, <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that with those four guys that late in their careers. That's brutal, dude. Yeah. These old. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the name of this show. That's brutal, dude. That's brutal. <laughs> that, that's brutal in the sense that, like, um, I don't know how do I say it. Like when when Paul would, like when Paul would bring out Tully. Right. When Paul brought Tully out. Mm-hmm. Fight <laughs> Shane. Yeah, it was. And and Paul realized when he looked at Tully. And after he realized he couldn't do business with Tully, he looked at Tully and it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you're going to go out there. You're going to go out there in the ECW arena and look like that. <laughs> you're you know? totally fucking Blanchard, for Christ's sake. And you don't have a pizza in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> you're in well, trouble. Just, just, to put it in, just to put it in perspective... <laughs> Just to put it in perspective, looking at the picture of Abdullah the Butcher on the back of this DVD, Abby looks terrible. <laughs> Just to put it in perspective, because oh, he, he generally, all, yeah, that's what I was say, he generally all, looked terrible. We all thought he was going to look so good, Nate. We were like, yeah, <laughs> Abby yeah. was in shape. He's getting ready to win this match. No, <laughs> no, he looks like he looks like he's melting. Abdullah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to go back like, to what like, Chad said, though. I think Tully Blanchard now looks better than he did when Tully Blanchard tried to go in ECW. Oh, I, I, I totally agree. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the ball-headed, the ball-headed, honest Tully. Yeah. <laughs> honest it, Tully. I like it. Another new Cato Cato diet Tully. Found Jesus. <laughs> he's eating kale now. He has the Lord. He's like, he's healthy I love, now. I love Jesus and I hate potatoes. So yeah. I'm totally Blanchard. I mean, I mean, let, I'm, let's I'm, be honest. I'm consuming Jesus and the lettuce. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's be honest, Archie. Totally did have more than um, what two moves? No. So it didn't matter whether he was a baby face or a heel. True. He could he could have did whatever, like and whatever he did. And Arn looks like he ate bad Tully. Like, <laughs> Arn looks like he's holding a Waffle House menu. Arn consumed a bad Tully, and now we have Kato Tully, and we're all good. He got he he got tough. Diet Blanchard. <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out is the year before 
Arn left WWE. He was still in shape. He could still move good. And then he got fired. And then all of a sudden, what, what happened when he got fired? He stress ate? Like, he just ate everything. <laughs> inside. Why did he start on you know, he, he could still work, yeah, but, like, for, what, three minutes? I mean, he threw a spine buster on AEW recently, and he looked like he was about to have a heart attack. I felt bad for him. Because he's 900 pounds. Well, and, yeah, but why did he get that big? Why did he get that big? I can't hit a spine buster, and I'm 38 and you couldn't 175 hit a, you, pounds. You couldn't hit a Good spine buster him. before then, though. So it's not like you were trying, you know. I, I, um, I honestly have a problem with a lot of guys that say that about they can't do shit in their own age. Yeah. I think Arn can I, still I, go. I just, just... I, I just don't think that, like, they're either, either, either they don't care or they don't want to do it. Right. And they shouldn't be doing it. Like, I don't know. What? That, you, don't, I, you, don't see, you don't want to see Gilbert? <laughs> like, like spear. I, like, I, 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 I want to see Gilbert do anything, but I'm just, I'm just saying, don't fault Anderson because he has gout. If if Tony Khan wants to give him fucking money, good for him. Here, here's 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 the issue. Is I would love, I I don't mind to see a guy like Arn Anderson give some indie guy a spine buster on an indie show, but I don't think that Arn Anderson should be giving a spine buster to a new pro wrestler on a national television show that I don't know. I, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I just, well, what's the angle? I mean, the, what's the, the angle? Does the angle call for it? The, the, call the, for it? Well, and I, I mean, I think with a guy like Arn, the angle is I'm okay. I'm just going to put some people together. Okay. The angle is, <sighs> Lance Archer, here's where Arn fits into something like that. Lance Nothing. Archer decimates Arn Anderson. Yeah, clearly. So right. Cody Rhodes wants revenge. That's your angle. Right. The, angle right. isn't, the angle isn't Arn Anderson gives Lance Archer a fucking spine buster. Right. <laughs> you know, like you're, you're booking in reverse. If you're going to have them go at it, let, let Arn go at it with Jake. Don't let Arn go at it with, with Lance. But then, again, but then again, Tony Khan's just playing with his Tonka toys at this right. point. So. Well, what's, right. the story, what's the story that would, that would link um, Cody... Cody to Arn and Lance. Well, Co- Lance, uh, Arn is Cody's manager or mentor, and Jake is Lance's mentor. So that's what links them to. And when Lance came in, he immediately attacked, attacked Cody. So, and then Jake finds Jesus, and we're we're doing a full circle here. Oh, and then, and then Arn Arn gets the sniffles, and he sneezes, and blows all of Jake's coke away. <laughs> and he's super fucking mad about it. And Jake runs at Arn. Arn gives him the spine buster. Ain't nobody got a nose that big. There was in the golf. Well, that's why Jake doesn't work at WWE. He's afraid of Triple H's nose. Yeah. <laughs> fucking dudes scooping all my heat. And when I say he, I mean cocaine. <laughs> when, if Jake got released, he'd be wanting the trash bag full of something like this. <laughs> Jesus, that was ridiculous. I saw that and I was like, who the hell did it? And when I heard it was Mark Carano, I was yeah. like, really? He's that big of a piece of shit? Did you guys hear about that? I don't know. What about? 
my, when Mickey, Mickey James got her release, and then they sent her her shit that she had at the, I don't know, the Thunderdome or whatever, in a garbage bag. <laughs> so, and it turned it, it turned out that Mark Carano guy is the one that sent it, so they fired him. Now, I have a question. And they, and they showed us they showed his picture, and he looked like a fucking like little like pudgy version of fucking Bill Dunn. Like if or not Bill Dunn, uh, Bill. Kevin Dunn. Like if Kevin. Kevin Dunn would get his teeth fixed, it looked like fucking that's what Mark Carano would look like. But I Nate, I have a question though, because there was a lot out of context. Do you know what I mean? Like he looked he looked like a he fucking did. Kevin he Dunn without fucked up teeth. Like when they they put his picture he's, up there, he's, he's the Kevin Dunn version of a that Invisalign Invisalign would show you. Yeah, like before, after. Like if Kevin Dunn didn't look like a fucking hillbilly, it was <laughs> no. Mark Carano. and like the picture they put up of him, he just looked like a fucking mouth breather, fucking hillbilly. How the fuck did Kevin Dunn fall through them cracks? <laughs> you know, because you know, you know how Vince is. I mean, maybe you guys don't know how Vince is, but you know how Vince is. Yes. If that's the guy that's producing your TV, and right. you look at him, and you go like, you look like you're a weasel. <laughs> yeah, like this. Right. This right. like. Like I've I've seen interviews with people that have said that they can talk to Vince and they have to sit there for like five hours in a in a fucking line to talk to him. And they've said they had to do the same thing with Triple H. But then they say fucking Kevin Dunn is like the wizard of fucking Oz and you never see him. This fucking like woodland creature <laughs> Is untouchable, but you can talk to Vince. You just gotta you gotta sit outside and lie. So, like, so do like you, how how is he the most untouchable person? And he looks do, like a fucking do, badger. Do, do you Bro. think it? Do you think it's because Kevin Dunn knows where the bodies are buried? That's a that's a euphemism. But do you uh, think yeah, because, yeah, do you think it's because something. Kevin Dunn knows the dirty the fucking dirty work? You Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. I no, honestly, I don't think anybody knows that. Bruce Pritchard has been fired multiple times and rehired. You know what? I don't Harry even think Taylor Bruce knows that. Yeah, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The only, per, the only people fired. that know where the bodies are at are Vince, Triple H, and staff. Those, no, those are the people that know where the bodies are I disagree. It's, it's Vince. Only Vince. No? I, I think there's got to be somebody. No, I mean. Somebody else. Like, I, yeah, I have Vince ain't going to dig the hole. I have a right. couple bodies of my own. It's 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 and Vince. Don't it's, even know about. it's Vince and a legacy of people that Gorilla Monsoon knew really well. Right. <laughs> right. It's um Gorilla Gorilla Monsoon is like the Tony Soprano of professional. Yeah, Gorilla Monsoon was fucking connected, man. man yep. He's the Tony Soprano of professional wrestling. Yep. I, I have it. I have it on good authority that it's Bull Ramos <laughs> and it's Black Gordon. <laughs> they're the two that the bodies are buried somewhere in southwest Texas. <laughs> I don't know where, but I mean, it's what I heard. I would be remiss here if I didn't say, Aaron, before we recorded this show tonight, he put up a post 
that we were going to be recording the show and, you yes. know, just bullshitting and uh, ask for any listener comments. And one of our listeners, Nathan Roberts, and I'm interested to hear you guys answer on this. Nathan Roberts wanted to know what each of our favorite wrestling pay-per-view was. All so, right. Aaron, since you did the post, I'll let you start. What's your favorite wrestling pay-per-view of all time? I am, I saw that as well, and I thought about it, and I did – I picked two, okay? And, mm-hmm. um, you can't pick two? I did. One. I did. <laughs> I fucking... you, donkey. <laughs> Come on, it's one. Well, I picked two. <laughs> <laughs> well, you showed me. Yeah. Um, my number one <laughs> is WrestleMania Five. I love what? WrestleMania Five. Mega powers explode. Yeah, WrestleMania Five is a great paper. And that's honestly, like, in my top three favorite angles ever, is the Mega Powers Explode. It's definitely one of the best. It's like definitely that. one of the best angles WWF ever did. Hogan definitely had had lust in his eyes. There, no brother. Yeah. If fans are but butts about it. So you have you have Warrior and Rude for the IC belt. You have um, Hogan and Savage, obviously. Uh, the the Trump Plaza crowd, I think, kind of takes away from it because there were a bunch of gamblers who wanted to get back to the table. Yeah, it was all Jessica's parents. <laughs> my my, my <coughs> parents were there. They were just gambling away our life savings. <laughs> I, saw I picked them all out in the pictures. I got the surveillance footage. I saw them. I saw Mr. Don. I saw him. <laughs> but I love WrestleMania yeah, 5. Okay. But I love wrestling. This fucking dog is barking his ass off. <laughs> Aaron looks afraid. <laughs> like he's afraid he's about to jump over and get him. <laughs> Damn, I, I love WrestleMania 5. And then... <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> the other pay per view I love is um, Who, who's the dog pick? <laughs> he likes hey, he hey. likes beware of dog too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he loves that dog. fucking bulldog Shawn Michaels match. That was in Love your that. house. <laughs> yeah. Um. Another, my second favorite pay per view, and it's it's random. Is I love um, Spring Stampede '94. Okay, is that, is that Flair and Steamboat on top? Yeah, that's a good that's a good match. But Spring Stampede '94 is a great fucking pay per view. I got no problem with that. I like um, I mean, uh, Flair Steamboat '94. It may have been a little bit a couple years past his prime. But it was still better than anything you're gonna put out there, right? I agree. Time, yeah. So, I mean, say some other guys that could have been out there. Steve Austin, maybe. Brillman, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And Steve Austin's even on that fucking pay per view. They have uh, fucking Austin and Dustin on that pay per view. It it, 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 it's a great pay per view. 
That should have been good. Austin and Tillman. I mean, I mean, um, Austin and Dustin should have been good. And it's the, oh, they always brought out and brought down the house. Isn't it funny that if you look at WCW? All right, so yeah, that's funny. Oh, I mean, oh, oh yeah, you have a punchline to this. Oh, I just thought if you look at WCW, it was like, yeah, I, I look at it every day. And it's I was I was formulating my thought. Oh, okay. Oh, there's more to it. I got you. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. In in the from if you look from like ninety, let's see, when did the when did the Black Scorpion shit happen? Like 90? ninety when the body. 90. Yeah. So if you look at WCW from ninety until Hogan comes in, oh boy, from from Starcade ninety three until Hogan comes in at Bash at the Beach ninety four, it's one of the best stretches WCW ever had. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, it's not even like 91 was okay, and then 92 is really good, really good WCW because like 92 WCW is really good because they have like fucking Dangerous Alliance in there, and the Danger the Dangerous Alliance is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Why is my mic muted? I can hear I mean, you. Why, why oh. do you sound like Darth Vader, Arch? Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you're it all might, you're it all like you it, have somebody captive. It might have been. <laughs> it might have been where your phone was located. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like, like, I mean, is she okay? My, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was killing the dog that's barking at Aaron. <laughs> Aaron's look, I wish. Sometimes I wish it was a video. Aaron's looking back, petrified at the dog. Um, Archie, what's your favorite pay per view of well, all time? Well, I have nine. No, I'm Jesus Christ. <laughs> Aaron says he has the best list. You're not allowed to trump him. Damn it. Uh, no, no no WrestleMania 5 pun intended there. Um, the, my favorite pay-per-view uh, is WrestleMania 6. It's the pay-per-view that got me into wrestling. And from top to bottom, I feel it was a solid card. Um, and Hogan Warrior is still a match that I can watch every day of the week. It's It's one of, I'll be honest with you, it's one of two really good Ultimate Warrior matches. I agree. There's only two. One of that, two? Yeah. There's only two good Warrior matches. The Stop. one with Hogan. Rude. And the other the one next, is rude. The next year, no. The next oh. year, WrestleMania 7, the one with Savage. Oh, yeah. Well. Other than that, they're all they're all complete garbage. You don't like the Hunter match? No. <laughs> <laughs> that popcorn fart. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that that pay per view is it's a solid show, you know. I mean you get you get the fan service with the Andre the Giant, you know, right? Uh, turning on Bobby, and that you know at that point in Andre's career, that was what needed to be done. Um, and then also you get the least. Aaron will know what I'm talking about. You're an entire stadium full of people. The least crowd heat in the history of a stadium full of people is when the Barbarian comes out <laughs> at WrestleMania 6. That crowd is so quiet. Bobby, Even Bobby Heenan's like, come on! Come on! No, no. Bobby's I, totally, Bobby's I totally read that the wrong way. Wrong way. I think they were stunned. <laughs> <laughs> we had one. I mean, I mean, they were like, 
It's Would literally a power guy from 30,000 feet. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I mean, you're way out of line, mate. Way out of line. <laughs> well, you know I'm what? sorry. Chad's right. They were like, damn, look at the fur on his boot and his hat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly. That kid and is I, awesome. And I mean, Archie. If you, could, if you could buy in the Jimmy Snooker. Stumbling his way down to the fucking hallway at WrestleMania. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you think a barbarian is not going to pass? Doesn't he's, he's not going to pass on that opportunity? Doesn't doesn't Snooker wrestle? Uh, I think it's Rick Rude at WrestleMania six. Yeah, Who, whoever he wrestles, it's a charity. <laughs> <laughs> and they even put Steve Allen on commentary. Yeah, Steve Allen. Steve Allen, yes. Isn't he a comedian guy? <laughs> yeah. <Yep>. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, um, how about yeah, he, he plays. Put, he, and, they should have put Pat Cooper. And we all know that Aaron's favorite part of WrestleMania 6 is when Beefcake ends Mr. Perfect Streak. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, we all. We all WrestleMania we all, 6. We, WrestleMania 6. Kurt Hennig, he's been defeated for like two years. Nobody can beat this guy except Brutus the fucking barber beast. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest, Nate. We've all been trying to keep this a secret for a long time. That Aaron secretly loves Brutus Beefcake. He does. He's got, <laughs> and, he's got five or six autos. It's the and, Baba, baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, nobody wants... You don't want to tell your parents. Um, because, you know, you're afraid of the backlash. And, and we get it. And as long as we're doing a friendly podcast here, we can kind of keep it hidden. But, I mean, but his 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 factuation with Bruce Beefcake, good God. I, I heard that Aaron made a secret donation he didn't want anybody to know. To Brutus's GoFundMe for the hip replacement surgery, and it was the biggest fan donation they had. Well, I, I don't think it was a GoFundMe. It was a GoFundMe. <laughs> <fuck you, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> you might want to go back and check on that one. <laughs> like, I Chad, don't wish your... death on anybody except Brutus. Uh, oh God, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Gay Bruno's new name is Bruno Beefcake. <laughs> well, Bruno Slamartino. <laughs> What's your favorite? You, you, know your... What Gabe, you know what Gabe Brutus Beefcake's name is? Brutus Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, what's your favorite pay-per-view of all time? Oh, man. I was just thinking about it. Um... Was it a pay per view? Was born to wi- born to be wired a pay per view? Was that Sabu and Funk and the um, yeah? Barbar- I don't no. think so. I think no, because that, that was pay That was just like a set, right? All right, so pay per view. Uh, honestly, I mean, it, it would have to be like um, I, I, I'm going to guess probably Brett. And Owen. So WrestleMania ten. I mean, whatever. I don't know. Whatever that was. When yeah, when like, they were in the the opening match or the cage match. Oh, uh, the opening match. That was okay, WrestleMania yeah, that's, ten. That's Mania ten. Like the one yeah. where they went like twenty minutes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it also had the ladder match with Michaels and yeah, Ramon. But I, that, that, that wasn't even that wasn't even nowhere near what Owen and Brett did. That wasn't mm-hmm. even close. Well, the good part about that too is Brett uh, Owen actually got to go over. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, um, in, in my opinion, you're not going to find nobody more better than Brett mm-hmm. to put on to put on yeah to put on a. A pay per view, you know, because you think about it, the guys that were in the let's talk about the first 10 years of pay per view, all right, from WrestleMania 1 to WrestleMania 10. A lot of those guys came out of the territories pre pay per view, pre pay per view, and I'm not, I'm not diminishing any of their talent, obviously, but they weren't, uh, what's the word, bred as pay per view wrestlers. But when you're talking about a spectacle and a pay per view and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, pay-per-view wrestling, Bret Hart, he was probably the first great wrestler to be, what, what honed in the pay-per-view era. Because you know? all the other guys were house show, guy, house show yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, they knew how to perform in front of the 12, 14, 16,000, you know? Right. Yeah, or, or, or even at, like, off of that, like... Um, I don't want to say it, like before the pay-per-view crowd like with Brett it's like before that they would also be like the Saturday night's main event guys like mm-hmm. where the shit would be edited yeah super like, it, wasn't, it, it, it wasn't <laughs> live it was live to tape or whatever and <laughs> it was yeah. it was it wasn't li- it wasn't live to tape like I said I can tell you that it wasn't live tape. It was live to uh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I mean, I was I was there. I sat next to Jody Hamilton and watched the shit. And he's, what is this? I mean, ask him. I mean, do you guys know Bob Cook? Heard of him? Bob Cook was a perennial. Carpenter on WCW and watch his matches. He'll tell you. Like it how, how it was it. Well, I mean, he he was a jobber. Just say it. Say it, Aaron. Say it. He's a jobber. He's a jobber. Come on. He was a jobber. On WCW. Say it. Jobber. Jabroni. Jobber. <laughs> he was a J Brown on the WCW. J Brown. Jabroni. Jobber. Come on. <laughs> Say it. I said it. All right. Well, good. <laughs> All right. Well, good. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny because something I'm going to bring up to you guys later on. It, well, probably in just a few minutes is, uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Fuck it. My favorite pay-per-view. Oh, go ahead. Aaron. Well, say what your favorite pay-per-view is. Cause I have a, I have a few questions I was going to ask you guys. Okay. My favorite pay-per-view, like, and I, I always, overanalyze shit. But if I'm going to sit down and watch a pro wrestling card and call it a pay-per-view and say it's my favorite pay-per-view show of all time, I would have to go with the Canadian Stampede pay-per-view from 97. Really? Yeah. I My my favorite pay-per-view to watch is that, that, that Canadian Stampede show with, you know, the yeah. 10-man tag on the top. Um, I think it's a perfect pro wrestling show. And you guys can disagree, but I, I think that's a great pay-per-view, and it's my favorite. 
Uh, I have no, I have no problems with it. The main event is great. The ten man tag. I mean, you start out with you start out with Hunter and Cactus in in a you know a, a match at that, especially at that time on WWF. Yes, on WWF that you didn't see very often. They go outside the ring. It's kind of a no holds barred thing, and it's a really good match. And then you have Sasuke and Takamichinoku. You have, you know, you settle it down a little bit with Vader and Undertaker, and then that 10-man tag is just gold. That That's my favorite, honest to God, from beginning to end, is my favorite pay-per-view of all time. If if the hearts were not um, the heels and the ending where they had the entire heart family jump in the ring. I love just, that. You know I love what I mean? That, that ending is, is perfect. It's just they were heels, but it's because they were in Canada. They got treated mm-hmm. like they were faces. But my and point that's, is, and that's it, why that was so good, Archie. Right, so right, fantastic. But yeah, I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys. Oh, you know, hang on, hang on, Archie. Since yes. I didn't really say what pay per view that I really liked. Right. I want to say I think it was Starcade. Was it 83, 83 or eighty four when it was Rufus R. Jones? Oh, oh. <laughs> the, the king of Mid Atlantic, Daddy. <laughs> Whatever that one was, was my favorite pay per view. Um, I, I don't know that I, I've watched it in such a long time that I can remember it, but I have no problem with that. It's Rufus Jones. You don't have to remember. <laughs> it's no, Rufus say- R. Jones, dummy. <laughs> Don't get it all. Don't get it all wrong and shit, and, and discredit the poor guy. He, he already don't have enough credit to his name. Rufus Arthur Jones can't get credit. <laughs> well, that's not that's not my fault. That's his fault. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Rufus R. Jones don't pay his bills, so he can't get credit. Well, you know, Rufus- you got to have a job. Rufus, <laughs> Rufus I mean, credit. Well, credit I thought Rufus R. Jones did a lot of jobs. <laughs> as soon as St. Louis dried up, um, his options just kind of wore out. He's <laughs> calling old Sam. Hey, Sam, can you help me out? I don't think so, man. <laughs> like, Archie, Rufus is looking for a furniture. Archie had to drop off, but he'll be back. What? Archie dropped off? Yes, he left us. <laughs> Is he coming back? He says he will be. Regardless. What, is he mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> there was his sinuses, which may have explained the heavy breathing. His sinuses? <laughs> I ain't never heard of that. Now. What the fuck? Uh, I mean, like, I'll tell you. It's like when Jerry Funk was like, I got to quit because I got a got a sick horse. <laughs> yeah. Sick horse. <laughs> I got sinuses. Like, like, yeah, Laura's grabbing a funk and he's taking him down the fucking hallway. He's like, my sinuses. <laughs> my, my sinuses. <coughs> yeah. I need some Britra. The first time I get, on, I get on, on the show with Archie and he's he's bailing out, he's a, he's a failure. <laughs> he's a failure. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> get him back. <laughs> I'm gonna he's got to. He's got to. He's got to run down to the CV, CVS and get some minutes. 
I'm I'm currently te- I'm currently I'm currently texting him. We're roasting your sinuses currently. <laughs> Aaron, you said you had some questions for us. I do ask you a question. Well, ask him then. Well, I'm going to ask him. Um, and you guys, I feel we're cool enough to ask these questions. I'm going to ask this question. Um, who would you guys say? And it. It, it's no judgment. Who is like the sexiest female ever in life? Ever where? Like, like the sexiest female in professional wrestling history. Like not her talent. Like not her talent. Not her whatever. Just the like hottest ever in wrestling. Stacey Gabler. She's the hot. She's the hottest person I've ever seen in person. Who was it? Stacy Keebler. Um, I'm telling you. Now, are we? I, I, are we I, going, I mean, I mean, I'm not telling you to pick her, but I'm telling yeah. you, when I saw her in person, I said, "Oh my god." I I don't believe this. And then I went to a buddy's house that night and it was in an affluent neighborhood and he goes, Hey, my family's friends with Stacy Keebler. Do you want me to call her? And I just said, What do you mean? Do you want me to call you? Call her. <laughs> of course I do. Call her. I'm fucking ha- <laughs> half hammered, man. Come on. Get her on the phone. Let's do a kegger with Stacy Keebler. What year was she? From here, she's from your area. She was. Is she a Baltimore girl? Yeah, yeah, she's from here. Yeah. So, so, so he calls her and he goes, "My friend wants to talk to you." And I was like, "Hey, Stacy, yeah." <laughs> so, what do you think about me, me and you? You know, getting the, you know, getting the some beers and shit. <laughs> it didn't work out so well. <laughs> It's in work. I'm, I'm not a worse like, jabber than David Flair. Come on. Yeah, right. I mean, I thought I had a shot. <laughs> like you were a David Flair, stupid. <laughs> Nate, what's your answer? All right. So, what are other questions? Well, I need to hear Nate's answer. And we still got to get Aaron's too. Well, I'll tell you mine, but I want to hear yours, Nate. Mine's Tammy. Not Tammy now. Oh boy. <laughs> but Tammy then. Like but smoking Tammy, home Tammy. Tammy and yeah, Tammy from like ninety four to ninety seven. Ninety two to ninety four. God damn. Yeah. My mine's Tori. Now, I will say I will say this. I don't want to cut you off, Aaron, but I will say this. Uh Chad has a great point with Stacy. Oof. <laughs> what year was that, Chad? Uh, I don't know. Two thousand, what seven, six, okay. somewhere around that area. The pre-Clooney years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely before all that. What you know, whenever she supposedly blew up. Hey, you're definitely you're definitely right with Stacy, and but like I said, for me, I don't know, and it may be because I was a teenager at the time, and you know that is what it is. But Tammy, man. When she was oh, fine, she was, she was at her finest. God damn. 
Dude, Cammy, Cammy was Missy Hyatt in 1996 when Missy Hyatt was Missy Hyatt in 1986. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody was hotter than Missy Hyatt and Continental in 86 mm-hmm. when, you know, Man. when Gilbert booked that shit. Mm-hmm. But my, my baddest chick is fucking is Tori Wilson. I just think Tori Wilson is just... I thought Aaron was going to say jazz. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's my I thought, girl, gonna, jazz. I thought he was going to say awesome Kong. But... No. <laughs> oh, why do I like... I, why would you I, guys I think that I like him. dominant I, I, black bronze? I didn't want to kill oh, him. Fuck. <laughs> why, why do you guys think I want to be smothered? I don't want to be smothered. <laughs> The name of this show is going to be Don't Listen if You're Easily Offended. <laughs> no, it's Tori Wilson. I think she was a smoke show. I um, thought, yeah, I thought Tori Wilson was also phenomenal. And every time, uh, what's his name? Brian, Brian Kidman came out. And like every time he came out, I just like, there's no way. Damn. How did this geek pull down fucking Tori Wilson? Yeah, what does he have a foot long foot 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 a twelve foot long tongue or what? <laughs> Something. Like there's no way this guy. He must have he must have film. <laughs> like some like evidence that she did something. There's no way that this guy's with this girl. This fucking geek got this broad. It's fucking ridiculous. Like I knew, I knew, um, I knew Billy before he got. He went to the W, um, whatever it was WCW. I knew him before that, and he wasn't with her. Because if he was, then I, I, I clearly would have tried to take her. <laughs> him. But you no, know, he he was just the fledgling guy, and he went to the Alpha and Sika school. Mm-hmm. What a talent he was, man! I remember seeing him at a show, like I did a ring rental, and I just was like, "Oh my god, this guy is fucking good, man!" <laughs> like, look at him go, whatever. But yeah, he overachieved with that broad. <laughs> yeah, if if Billy never did anything in his entire career, which he did. Billy had a good career, but he never did anything else. He fucking Tory Wilson. Tory Wilson. That, yeah. like, that should be his fucking claim to fame. That's, of course it should be. I fucking like, Tory Wilson. Yeah. It's like, I, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I wore Starcade and, and, and yeah, I, I, I wrestled Chris Benoit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, the I wrestled Ray Mysterio. But I also, um, just if that doesn't impress you enough, I fuck Tori Wilson. <laughs> I did. I, I I throw out a Von Eric. I mean, at Starcade, I worked a Von Eric. I mean, do you remember a guy named Dusty? Yeah, um, Rick Flair. Rick Flair could be like, "Hey, I won twenty four world titles." And yeah. Billy King would be like, well, I fucked Corey Wilson. And Rick Flair yeah, would be like, touche, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> there, there you go. You're <laughs> the greatest of all time, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fucked Corey Wilson. 
Yeah. I should be super kicking you at WrestleMania 24. Hey, you fucking you know who I could have fucked? Smith. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you who I could have fucked. Um, who's the broad from uh TNA? Tracy Tracy Brooks? Yeah, Tracy Brooks. She's stacked. I could have banged that broad. <laughs> And the only reason why I didn't because I was already in a relationship. And Frankie Kazarian wanted to watch? What's that? (laughs) Isn't she with Frankie Kazarian? I don't fucking know. (laughs) I have no idea. Like, I I don't know. I I was at a show that Dusty... I love this show. (laughs) Like, like, I was at a show that Dusty was on. Mm -hmm. And she was there... And the whole entire time I was standing in the hallway, Dusty no-showed. And she was hitting on me and shit. And I was like, dude, I have a girlfriend and everything. And she was, like, hitting on me. And I was like, dude, I can bang this broad. <laughs> and I'm like, who are you? Like, what do you, like who do you work for? Was this, pre, like, was this pre-TV for her? No, it was, like, 2007. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, you tell me. Was it? I mean, what, where were they at in their? Tracy Brooks know? wasn't. Tracy Brooks is. Is that Miss Testmacher? Is that the same? No, that's not. That's no, not I fuck. I don't know. Miss Testmacher was. Oh, she's a fine chick too. <laughs> she oh, was one I of the ECW was, girls. All I know was I just told her I was like, dude. I've been with the same girl for like 15 years. Um, it ain't gonna happen. Like, you know, I mean, unless. I'm like, do you have any Japanese skills? Unless. Yeah. Unless you got any Japanese skills. Yeah, I mean, have you met a Noki yet? Come on. I mean, let's open this up, bro. I think. I think Baba died in '99. <laughs> well, that that was my gate. <laughs> Are you trying to see my giant Baba? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> do, do you have my gateway to the dream, or whatever the fucking tournament's called? <laughs> the gateway to the dream. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something that Gage is just waiting to get involved in. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys want my next question? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> Alright. Um they asked about um favorite pay-per-view. I'm gonna ask this question. What do you guys think is the worst WrestleMania ever? All of them? <laughs> 29. 29 is the worst because, and and uh, Aaron knows because he is also involved in retail and corporate America. <clears throat> WrestleMania 29 felt like you were going to a WWE like corporate convention. Does that make sense? Like it was so sanitized, and everything was about the charities and blah blah blah. And it was it was, what was the main event? Rock and Rock and uh, Cena. 
and it was boring. It was a boring Oof. WrestleMania. There was the Triple H. It was the Triple H Lesnar match. The only good thing on twenty nine was probably was that uh, Punk and um, Taker. That was probably the only thing on because that was the one where Jericho jobbed to uh, Dancing Guy. Fandango. Mm-hmm. That's probably my least favorite WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't oh. remember that one, but God. <laughs> I, I I don't think any of the WrestleManias were any good, honestly. So you could really just throw them all out there. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, to, to me, it's not. I'm not. I'm not that guy where I'm expecting the big show or I want the big show kind of payoff thing. Mm-hmm. Like, give me something good. Right. Give me something that's, I mean, building up to the payoff. <coughs> Which I think is another reason why I, I love that spring, or spring stampede. I do love that spring stampede, Aaron, but Canadian stampede. That Canadian stampede pay-per-view to me, it was like, it was such a good it was just a good pro wrestling show pay-per-view or not i thought it was a great and i don't want to harken back to it i don't want to harp on it but well good i, think, I mean if, it, if, if it's good then go and mm-hmm. do it like why would but, you not want to talk about it why would you want to talk about something that's shitty <laughs> true true <laughs> touche well, we do that every week on the ecw reliving the extreme podcast <laughs> well, we, we <laughs> Good God! But, I mean, but to me, it can only show up so so often. <laughs> but to me, the worst WrestleMania is WrestleMania 11. You got LT and Bam Bam. See, Sean and Diesel have a good match at that show. But yeah, you're right. It's a shitty. It's a shitty show. They open. They open the fucking show. With the Blue Twins versus Lex Luger and the British Bulldog. <laughs> oh, yeah, why wouldn't you? And and then they end it with Hilti <laughs> versus Bam got. Bam Bigelow. And then in the middle of it, it's the Undertaker versus King, King Kong Bundy. Fucking crash! That's the worst go. goddamn WrestleMania. There's another no, show. No, 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 no. no. There's Not a show the worst on WrestleMania. There's That's there's a the show best card right there. <laughs> there's a show there's a show I'm doing with uh, a guy named David Gold on WrestleNet Radio and our next episode an, our next episode we're actually going to do where each of us rebook a WrestleMania and he chose WrestleMania 9 and I chose WrestleMania 11. And in the text message I sent him was, I'm redoing WrestleMania 11, and I promise you, Undertaker is not getting saddled with Bundy. <laughs> that was my quote to him. Like, that's not happening. Why? What's your problem with Bundy? In 1994 or 5? <laughs> yeah. Oof. What's your problem with Bundy? <laughs> like, Bundy's great in world class. It's probably his Bundy, Bundy is, diabetes. Bundy is great in world class. After that, I check out on Bundy. I like Bundy in World Class, though. No, Bundy wasn't bad. In like he's like he's like Samson. Once they sh- once they shaved his hair. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, Bundy was a good <laughs> Bundy was a good opponent for like Hogan. 
I guess. Like that worked. But I would I would have much rather seen Hogan and Orndorff at WrestleMania two though. Bundy I mean, ninety I mean, ninety five is terrible. Which you guys Bundy are 95, breaking, you guys are breaking Bundy, my heart. <laughs> like, Bundy ninety five sounds like a I, fucking Rob Zombie song, song by was, the way. Shut up, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> I was talking, man. Pipe it down over there, minimum wage. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Aaron's new name. I'm here with my co-host Chad Austin and Minimum Wage. Yeah, um, <laughs> I make fifty nine a year. I'm okay. <laughs> like I, 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 I was friends with Bundy. Like I was really. Good and look where that got him. What's that? He <laughs> said, "Look where that got him." He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. <laughs> was was he like? I know he did. I didn't. I never saw a Chad. Any, I never saw any of the stand up stuff that he was. He funny? Yeah, he was great. Like he was beyond. Like he was really, really, really good mm-hmm. at stand up. And I don't know whether he was doing that shit like. On his own, like when he wasn't working, you know, like Tuesday, Wednesday, right. Thursday, kind of stuff. Because I worked him when when I was with Bundy, I worked him like I don't know three days a week for like four weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, like the same shows, the same shit. And he was like, "Oh, I got to be in Jersey and do my uh, comedy shit." But yeah, I like Bundy, but not as much as Aaron did. <laughs> I like I like Kid Kong Bundy. I just didn't like Bundy ninety five. Oh, did I tell you about how he broke my futon? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't t- oh, I didn't tell you about that. <laughs> oh, I was I was wrestling that fat fuck um, <laughs> uh, somewhere like. I don't know, maybe not quite like 200 miles, but somewhere around 130 miles away from my house. And I told him, I was like, hey, man, I'm getting ready to go home because I'm getting the Holyfield fight. Mm-hmm. And he says, do you care if I come by and, and I, um, you know, I watch it. And I'm like, well, it's King Kong Bundy. <laughs> Like, what am I going to say? No? And I said, hey, listen, man. I got to be honest. I gave, like, I left my door unlocked. There's going to be, like, five or six people there, you know, that are gonna that are kind of marks. Mm-hmm. Care. And he was like, no, I don't really give a shit. So we we get to my house, and I had, a, I had just got a brand, I mean, a, Aaron, I just got a brand new futon. <laughs> brand new like taking it out of the box <laughs> like putting it together setting it up making it look good presentable <laughs> you know what I mean For, you know alright here we, we put, go we put, the, we put the finest blankets on this motherfucker yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> And Bundy comes over and he come he walks in. He's like one of those like one of those Indian blankets. <laughs> that look like 
like with like the mosaic design, <laughs> and they got like the tassels hanging off of them. Like really right. good. That's yeah, right. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to set the scene. <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly how it was. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Bundy's like this shit looked comfy. I can't believe you were right there. Set my alarm. I might have to set my alarm. I might have to set my alarm for a five count. It's a good like, thing it wasn't an iPhone. Because you were taking a picture of yourself there with Bundy. While, while he's taking a picture of my shitty fucking carpet. <laughs> so where were we? <laughs> you were you had just Bundy's about to shit on your futon. <laughs> oh yeah, before Aaron interrupted us. <laughs> um uh and I I mean I said uh hey I'm gonna go home and watch the fucking like Holyfield fight or whatever. And Bundy says, Hey, do you care if I come home and watch it at your house? I said, are you going home to uh, Miko's? Like, are you are you stopping at my house to go home to Jersey? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, no problem, dude. You know, because I mean, I'm only two and a half hours, right? Mm-hmm. From Jersey. So I was like, no problem. So he comes over and I, I said, I just want you to know I got a house full of jobbers. Like, they're marks. <laughs> They're going to fucking pop their shit out when the King Kong Bundy walks in the fucking house. <laughs> like, like for real. They're going to like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and he walks in the house and he goes to sit down. And when he sits down, he went right through the fucking sofa. <laughs> like, he went right through it. And then the worst part was he couldn't get himself out of it. Like, it took like four or five of us. <laughs> and we <laughs> did you name that futon afterwards Hogan Politics? <laughs> there, there really wasn't a whole lot you could name that futon after because that futon was pretty much <laughs> done, son. Yes. <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever he did to that futon. <laughs> It pretty much destroyed the whole entire, goddamn entire thing. <laughs> I even last the, the last time I saw him, I was like, "Dude, you owe me like four hundred bucks." <laughs> and and he was like, "For what?" And I, I said, "For my food time." <laughs> he goes, "Well, you buy shitty furniture." <laughs> I said, "Well, you go to fucking you go to buffets like too much, <laughs> like kind of thing." Like and, and me and him, me and him kind of had it out. Like me, me and him. I swear to God, dude. Um, he's dead now, but I, I swear to God, me and Bundy, um, we had a, a chemistry that you probably it's it, it's crazy. It's kind of like you and Aaron. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bust them balls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you can say whatever you want to say, and Aaron would know that you really don't mean that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And and me and Bundy had that 
we had that chemistry because we had worked so many times and and been around the horn for so long. But yeah, right. he, he broke my futon. It's funny how <laughs> it's funny how the people you love and respect so much. Yeah, the fucking most ridiculous yeah. human beings. Well, not just that, but the people you love and respect so much are the ones you can just bust the fuck out of, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's like I know he's just joking. I know he's just fucking around. Well, King Kong Bundy can just break my furniture and just get away with it. <laughs> like I was going like, to expect him. I was going to expect him to send my grandmom at my house where I was living at. Um, well, I just picture I just picture you going, you broke my futon. He's like, yeah, but I wrestled Taker. WrestleMania 11. <laughs> yeah. It's $139. There's, he He's a We Can't Wrestle Podcast Hall of Famer. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Res- he's like, respect, bitch. It's $139 for a futon. <laughs> Maybe you should have made your fucking futon out of basa wood, bitch. <laughs> I, I didn't know I made my my futon out of bustlewood, <laughs> Mister Bundy. Senior Bundy. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Didn't you know I was on Married with Children? <laughs> I just found that on my on my on DVD. It's a great <laughs> show. That's a great fucking show. What, Mary with Children? Or the one oh, with yeah. Bundy? Both of them. It, but Mary with Children and with Bundy. <clears throat> you can never do that show today, though. Psycho Dad. My I favorite. Think you can. I think you can. Think so? I, I don't know. Like, I think I, it would I get think, canceled. I think you have to de sterilize people to re sterilize mm-hmm. people. You got to strip them down. Boom. To the give, them some, give them something shocking. Yeah. I mean, that that's true, though. I don't know. I mean, because my, my, my kids, my favorite, my kids don't give a fuck. My favorite thing on Married with Children. I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite thing, but it's the one that sticks out the most in my mind is uh, Al and Peg are sitting on the, on the fucking uh, couch. And she's just yammering on and on and on. And he turns with that clicker and with no words spoken. He just starts clicking the off button and it's not working. But anyway, right. <laughs> Eric, did you have other questions? Yeah, I have four right. more. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. We're going to be here all but, night. But we don't have to do them all. But um, what would you guys say wrestling wise? Would be um, your biggest like disappointment, like an angle, like like it's oh, already this happened, happened or it hasn't happened. Already happened. Like you thought, oh, this is going to be great, and this is a fucking disappointment. And I, and I'll I'll say mine that way. Yeah, you guys can talk about yours. I'll say mine. Mine was when Vince bought WCW. I thought that was that was a big, huge fucking disappointment. You're not wrong. No, that's why I said it. <laughs> it's, it's his opinion. <laughs> no, he's not wrong. 
That's fine. Um, Nate, what, what do you say? I, I mean, I, I well, want to hear what you say before I give you my opinion. Well, Nate walked away for a minute. I, I, have, I, I have two, honestly. All right, let's hear them. Well, uh, Black Saturday. I wouldn't Vince bought Georgia. Yeah. Like that to me is always gonna be like when I when I go to my grave, I'm gonna kick that fucking last shovel of dirt on that gravestone going, You motherfucker, you got rid of Georgia Championship Wrestling. Yeah. And then it, yeah. it, it, it it's that or it's um probably just WCW. Like, like, um, I, I, I know people give like WCW a hard time because they, they did stupid shit, and I, and I know they did stupid shit and everything, but WCW as a whole was fantastic because they did what what Vince wouldn't do and acknowledge like other styles of wrestling and other promotions and. Like they'd bring Japanese people in, and, and, and like to me, WCW gets a bad rap. And yeah, they had bad angles, and it was mismanaged and everything. But <laughs> they they fucking acknowledged other promotions. Yeah, well, and uh, above average, Mike Anderson. <laughs> Yeah. But it's like really? it's like Chad said. It's like Chad said too. Like the the Black Saturday thing. Like, yeah, we're giving you we're giving you something new. Uh here's a bunch of canned shit from all over the country. Yeah, you're giving us something new. It's Jimmy Snuka against Iron Mike Sharp from the and, Maple Leaf Gardens. And I, and I I have to admit because we're doing this show live or we're doing the show with no edits and whatever. Um, so I sound like a shitty host, but was that Chad's biggest disappointment was Black Saturday? Yeah. So here's my biggest disappointment. And oh, this no. is as, this is as a guy that <laughs> was born in 1970, oh, boy. 1978. Doozy. I became a child fan in 1983. Oh, because no. at, fi- at five years old, my first introduction <laughs> to wrestling but no, my my biggest disappointment. No, seriously, my biggest disappointment ever is literally AEW. Here's why: because the Monday Night Wars and the Monday Night God fuck I'm drunk. The Monday Night Wars ended in 2009. Yeah, hang, on, face. Ha- hang, on, face. hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, go ahead, Chad. Are you really trying to do this now on this show? <laughs> Yes. I mean, you really are. Mm-hmm. AEW is okay. a fucking AEW. Sure. <laughs> I mean, my battery is full. I got plenty of time. I, Go I've ahead changed. And I've tell changed. Me how you think AEW is so great? Jay no, Martin. no, no. No, it's the worst disappointment ever because I, I, I have two kids and I've changed plenty of dirty diapers in my life. AEW is a dirty diaper because that fucking shit, they, pro- they, it's, it, it stinks. 
They said after 20 years, after 20 years, wrestling fans, after 20 years, we're going to give you real athletic professional wrestling. We're going to give you something different. And then they gave me Rusev and a fucking arcade machine. Fuck you, Tony Khan. It's it's garbage. Well, that was like last it's. Week. It, <laughs> Did, did you not did you not watch the, the the next week? I can't bear. I can't bear to do it. Dude, like that how promotion. Did, how, did, how did anybody not that promotion how, how fucking did, sucks? That promotion did, how, fucking sucks. Well, hold on. Let me ask this. How did anybody not know that it, it was going to be? How did anybody not know it was going to be bad? When, for one, <laughs> the people's names are Khan. <laughs> that's enough they, they, they've conned you <laughs> that, and two enough. the dad has like a mustache like an old time train <laughs> robber <laughs> lay like, down he's gonna rob you lay down on the looks like, like like snadley or what's the fucking dude no, from I know, the, I but hold on, I know, I know. There's a lot of fucking. I'm not sure I can be part of this podcast anymore. <laughs> I know, <laughs> no. I mean, I know there's a lot of there is a lot of wrestling garbage in the history. It looks of like Snadley Whiplash. Yeah, hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Train robber. Hold on, you asked a question. Let me answer it. There's right, a lot I, of there's I there's do. a lot of garbage in the history of wrestling. Let's be Let's honest. Be but. <sighs> And, and I'm just, I can only talk from my lifetime. AEW promised lots of things that they literally never delivered on. They've never delivered on one fucking thing they promised, ever. They promised me pro wrestling in an era of sports entertainment, and they gave me that fucking shit? It's garbage. Okay, all right, how about this? What do you think that would have been better? I mean, give me give me your opinion of what would have been better, Aaron Maxson. Come on, or Aaron Maxson. Tell me <laughs> what would have been better. How about you're 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 offering me? You're telling me, literally telling me, free reign, free reign. Yeah, we're not going to give you what Vince McMahon gives you as pro wrestling, and then you give me what Vince McMahon gives me as pro wrestling. But, but you're worse. not giving me. You're not giving me. But worse. You're bitching about it. What would I, you do? What I would do is what Ring of Honor was attempting to do with oh the pure tournament. Are you kidding me? No. Like, restart everything. Like, And I'm not saying you don't take three years and do it. Like, wrestling has to die before it can come back. Like, it literally has to go away before it can come back. But... AEW that I can't agree with. The, no, no, I can't agree with. Oh, you can't. Okay, I I just think that like AEW didn't. It's so, and I'm not saying they don't have their moments, but and and this is I mean I'm fucking drunk as shit and I'm just rambling, but <laughs> they that promotion fucking sucks. Like I can't watch one of those. Sh- and I, I'm not, I'm not absconding WWE at all. Raw is fucking terrible. I'm not, I'm not defending WWE, but what AEW has given us is not an alternative. It's like WWE with, with ADD. 
it's awful. It's awful. Like the shows don't make any sense. I thought that last and, AEW show was one of the best shows they've ever done. Really? I I, I mean I don't and, I don't I don't know what to say. I thought <laughs> um Jungle Boy and uh, and no and, and and Darby Allen yes that was great and I'm not saying like I said I'm not saying they don't have their moments they really do. I thought over, Sheeta, I thought Sheeta against Conte was good. I thought I thought they had great matches. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not your just cup of tea. You know what I mean? Well, but I also think that in the context, like I'm just I'm just putting everything in perspective. Like match wise, WWE has great matches too. Like no, Lashley, Lash, Lashley and McIntyre was good. No, I, I've got uh, you know. I mean, you know I, I'm many- just. How many Snickers bars I've eaten during a commercial break? <laughs> I mean, I've ordered coffee. I've got, I've got- I, I think that I think that, and you can disagree with me, which you probably will. But I think the 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 athletes and the matches they put on generally are very good. I'm just talking about the the booking and the way to get to the matches and everything. It's just like AEW. AEW has had. They have literally booked themselves ten years of history in two years. Oh, clearly. And it's just like I said. I mean, Aaron asked what our biggest disappointment was, and it's just it's disappointing to me. Not because I'm trying to hate on them, just because I expected when when it first started, I expected so much, and I don't. I, I haven't gotten it. And and again, wrestling's like art. You know, it's all subjective and. I didn't want to start a fight, Chad. <laughs> you got me all fired up, man. <laughs> well, you know, you know, the worst thing is, is that um, there's there's nobody else to go to. Mm-hmm. As who are you going to get? Dusty's gone, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess mean, we have to we have to resign ourselves to this is what it is now. But I just I, I don't I, know. I, I, and that's why, like I said, I wasn't trying to frame my answer to Aaron's question as yeah, you were com- completely shitting on AEW. You were trying, he to, had- you were trying to get me all riled up. You were trying <laughs> to get me all in motion. You were trying to get me all revved up in gear. You were trying to get me to come to cut a promo on you about how you don't know what's going and then on. I, with the, the, what? Oh, never mind. And then I and then I can use your promo as a. As a hype piece for the <laughs> We Can't well, Wrestle podcast. You were on to me. You were on to me, Chad. <laughs> I was on my way to cutting the masterpiece, by the way. Speaking of the masterpiece, um, if we're going to talk about current product, my favorite current product is, and you guys are going to shit on me, I know. I like the NWA. I like Billy Corgan's NWA. It's an hour show. There's one fucking faction, and they just tell their story, and they get in, and they get out, and I fucking enjoy it. I don't have any problem with that. I, I'm I'm not paying the five dollars. I'm I'll paying the five dollars for me. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> yeah, they go ahead. Knock yourself out. But, we'll let we'll let Nate pay it. He he's not paying me anything. You give Chad five dollars a month. Yeah, he's making all this network money. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. World it's Wrestling Network. You, goddamn shit. you motherfuckers. Yeah, he's cleaning <laughs> up over here. Yeah. Have you you got, you got 49 fucking listeners. Aaron. Pay your if bills, you would, Nate. Aaron, Aaron, if you would up uh, your game, we'd have 50 listeners. <laughs> hey, hear that? Spend some money, you cheapster. You know how much this money is, I spend this, a week on this, this nonsense? This, I do my part. Barely any. This, this is the <laughs> this is the best episode of this show ever I've done. <laughs> All right, I got I got three more questions. Oh, shit. What is the worst gimmick of all time? Yeah, his opinion. Like, worst gimmick a wrestler's ever had all time. I mean, do you want the, the obvious answer, or do you want like a somebody that thinks it out? I mean, <laughs> just, I mean, the gobbledygooker <laughs> clearly is the worst, but <laughs> like, like what the worst gimmick is somebody that came in. Sure, like, like, is that what you mean, Aaron? What's your after you think of the guy like Gooker? Okay, that's the worst one. Yeah, What's clearly. One right after that? The worst one. <laughs> Hanging on the line. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly the worst one. Um you know what did they ex- what did they expect to gain from that? Like <laughs> this guy's gonna wrestle with these golf ball eyes and shit. I don't anyway. <laughs> I mean a big pop. <laughs> He, he's bopping out of a fucking egg. I mean, <laughs> clearly. What, where where was that pop? Like, it's almost like the Kenny Omega. Um, where was the kaboom? We Let's were, say this for we the record. Earth shattering kaboom. Yeah. For the record, folks, in 1991, Gene Okerlund just failed Hector Guerrero. <laughs> Hector Guerrero was not going to be the face of WWE. <laughs> um. So, what was the question again, Aaron? Well, after the gobbly gooker, what is the worst gimmick of all time? Worst gimmick? Yeah. Oh, good lord, man! Nate, do you have a? I mean, can you give me any guidelines? Oh, shit. I mean, I, I'm thinking like. I'm thinking like stupid shit, like like Isaac Yankum, like that. Shit. That was the first one that came to my mind was the wrestling dentist. Yeah, um, but I mean, is, is that, Aaron trying to like trick us and and throw us? No, I'm not trying to trick you guys. <laughs> um, Yankum's up there, especially because it was lit, it was it was saddled on a great worker. Like Glenn Jacobs is a good big man worker. Um. Man, I'm starting to think that the, the fake, the fake diesel and fake razor, that or 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 slapping Tracy Smothers with Freddie Joe Floyd. Oh, I love that. That was my favorite. Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> every time I saw I saw I saw Tracy, I, I, I dude, I swear to God, every time I saw, I was like, yeah, what's up, Freddie? <laughs> like, and he didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck. I thought, I, that, I thought that eventually he'd be like, "I'm fucking Tracy Smothers, motherfucker." 
And, you know, he would tell me to stop, but he realized that, he was cashing checks. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, well, yeah, that, and that's, that's my money gimmick, brother. That well, and that that's a fair point. But that was like when Aaron said worst gimmick. I went to okay, who's a good worker? They got saddled with a shitty gimmick. You know, like I'm not going to say the ding dongs because those guys were shitty workers anyway. So you know, hey, here's your shitty gimmick, shitty workers. But when you when you saddle Tracy Smothers with Freddie Joy Floyd, I don't know. Yeah, the, Isaac Yankum. <laughs> Probably. Mine's Prince Karras. Mine's Prince Karras. I was a big fan of um of Tony of Tony Anthony's. T.L. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopper. Hopper. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just I just couldn't believe I mean, I don't know. The last time I saw Tony, uh he, he wasn't even there yet. And I was just like, Yeah, hey man, I mean, I'll see you later or whatever, you know, kind of thing. How you know how it works. And then I saw him on TV and I went, Oh, oh. you're a you're a plumber? I didn't know you were a plumber. <laughs> you never yeah. told me you had plumbing experience. But my least favorite gimmick is Prince Karis. With the mummy? Yeah. The Smoky Mountain Prince Karis is fucking terrible. Yeah, what's he do the during the day? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what does his day consist of? <laughs> Somebody gotta rewrap him. Uh, he's just uh, hanging out with Jim Mitchell and just and, 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 and it's like and they're like, oh hey, let's um, introduce Prince Karis to the world, and his first feud is gonna be with Tim Horner. <laughs> well, that's gonna set the world on fire. Yeah, yeah. It's like that that Prince Karis gimmick. Was just At least he said he got to work with Dusty. <laughs> I've always, I, I, I always kind of like that that kind of gimmick, but it was never ever presented in the right way to me for where I could actually fall in love with it. You know what I mean? Man, mm-hmm. like I liked it, but I, I could not go. He's not really a mummy. Did you, you know? like Doctor Frank? Yeah. Well, I, I did, but I didn't like it in that sense. Right. It could always be somebody that's doing it. But, you know, you can't electrocute him and have the guy go like, ah, oh, and like not sell it. No, you, it's got to be the real guy, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, if it's going to be a payoff, like Dr. Frank probably would have been um, Tommy Gilbert, you know, for for lack of a better person, kind of thing, um, you know. But yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, don't the, um, the Prince Cars thing, whatever. That shit was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, it was it was so ridiculous that even fucking Cornette knew it was ridiculous. And he just didn't know what to do with it because the fucking um, what's his name? Um, 
the guy paying the money, whatever his name was. Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He wanted a fucking mummy, and they gave him Daryl Van Horn, and they, they, like James Vandenberg did a great job. Like he did, he was fucking fantastic. But fucking Prince Karis, once they put him out there, was just fucking trash. Aaron, I gotta, Aaron, I gotta tell you, I thought they did the whole entire angle awesome. Even the mummy, who looked ridiculously stupid. Yeah, he had like big um, black eyes. He looked like the fuck. He looked like the fucking um, abominable wow. snowman from fucking Rudolph. <laughs> Red nosed reindeer. Yeah. So he, he looked like Will Hobbs. What do you want from me? <laughs> I thought I thought it was a fantastic visual. I loved the visual. I thought it was great. Like every time fucking horror hit him with a chair, like smoke pumped out of him and shit. It's like what is going on? What rule out? <laughs> it is trash. <laughs> Horror I mean, wrestler is going to come along that has bigger teeth than Will Hobbs? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you have more questions, Aaron? <laughs> yeah. About Will Hobbs' teeth? <laughs> <laughs> and back to Isaac Yankum. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask one more question. Okay. And it's going to go, we're going to go worst route. Who do you guys feel is the worst wrestler ever? Jesus. Like, like not... Um, Like, like, just in the ring, like, just watching this, you're just like, this is the worst wrestler I've ever seen. That's tough, man. <laughs> I mean, because you have to have some sort of credentials to even get in the ring, right? Yeah. So you can't that's why I wanted to ask this question, because, Chad, you're, you're a worker, so I, that's why I wanted to hear your well, then maybe it's yes, me. Anyway. That's not you. I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure somebody's going to tell you that I'm the worst. I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, God damn, the worst. The worst. Um... I don't know, Nate. It's for me. It's going to be somebody that's mid card because I'm, there's no way I can I can say anybody that was even clearly a main eventer that to say he was the mid card. You know, right? Yeah, and, the, and obviously, obviously, I'm I'm talking as an and as as an observer that's never been in the ring, so it's hard to it's hard to pull. Um, 
man. Well, Aaron's Who? talking about like performer. Who's that guy? Who's the guy that was in the tag team with uh, <clears throat> with Al Green in Phil WCW? Anderson? Phil Anderson? No, in the oh fuck, Aaron. What was that team that Al Green was in? In the, when they the Master were, Blasters? Yeah. Oh, th- them people. <laughs> Kevin, it was probably Kevin Nash at that point. Then was it Nash? Well, no, Nash was wasn't the off. one that walked off. Nash wasn't the one that walked off. I don't know what that fucking dude's name was. That was pretty. He was pretty bad. <laughs> he said, I don't know what but, that guy's name was. I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> if Fuck it was him. Nash, if it was Nash in that tag team, then it's Nash because that tag team was fucking terrible. You said it wasn't um, Al Green. It might have been Al Green. (laughs) It might have been Nash with Al Green in that team. They were they were Is Al Green not the right answer? But as 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 far as a as a worker goes, like I guess for to Aaron's question, I would add a I would add a level in that Chad. Like if you're work if you're working as a worker, who's the worst? (laughs) <laughs> like, did you? Who, who did you walk out of a ring with and go fuck <laughs> this guy, dude? I, I mean, I mean, you guys won't even understand. I worked, um, I worked a show about six years ago or so, whatever. And and the guy that I worked for, I worked for him pretty much weekly. Mm-hmm. And he he didn't pay nothing. He paid like I mean, me it was like fifty bucks, but he didn't pay shit. And um, he had me work against these three guys like in a three way match. And I remember like during the match, I sent all the three guys to the floor, and I told all of them, I said, "Stay away from me." Don't get nowhere near me. And I told one guy, I said, you stay with me. Mm-hmm. And I grabbed him. And I said, you, you know, you're going to stay with me because these guys can't work. <laughs> They're going to hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I said, Aaron or Nate. That's exactly what I said. I said, I'm not going to do anything with these guys because they're going to hurt me. Mm hmm. I, I, I'm in my 40s. They're in their 20s. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm trying to put these spots together, and there's no chance I'm going to do anything with <laughs> these fucking hillbillies that <laughs> they don't, they don't know how to do shit. And so, yeah, I threw the guy in the ring, and I was like, yeah, you stay with me. And that's, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with um, like telling somebody no, I'm not doing. You know what I mean? Right. Like no, I'm not doing that because not only you have to go to work tomorrow, I got to go to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and be able to walk. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, I can't find the master blaster that was with Kevin Nash's name. All it says is his fucking name was Iron. Well, then it's, it's, a, it's Al Green, and he's my boat. 
as a non-worker, Al Green. Is that why you got the tattoo, Aaron? You got a okay. tattoo of iron? Yeah. <laughs> My- it's, it's just a piece of iron tattooed on your arm? Yeah. Can I tell you guys who I think my least? It's not even Brutus Beefcake. Like, this guy's worse than Brutus Beefcake. Okay, you ready? I think out of all the wrestlers I've ever seen and I've ever watched, I think this guy's fucking garbage and I've never seen him do anything good is Van Hammer. Okay. He was. He was pretty rotten. <laughs> He's garbage. Van Hammer's trash. Well, I mean, I I agree. <laughs> Not to leave the show on a down note. It's just Van <laughs> Hammer sucks. No, I agree. I agree. But he's also a friend of mine. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, it, it's no big deal. That's why I was trying to look for the words to say. I wasn't going to go like, what the fuck up, Aaron? <laughs> like, you know, what the fuck do you know? You never saw him against me. He he might donate to, like, Hands Across America and the oh, Variety he does. Club. Oh, he and does. the Variety Club. Good for him. But he like, sticks. He keeps Sandman with a roof over his head. That's cool. But he, he's he, terrible. He's awful in the ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's not a whole lot I can do as a friend either. I mean, I, I I tried to pull him aside, you know, and I tried to say like, "Hey, man, you might want to do something about your work." <laughs> he was like, "What do you mean?" I said, "It's not good, man." <laughs> and that and was, was nice like saying it. Yeah, he's like, "What do you mean? I work for WCW." I go. That's why they lost $80 million a year. Yeah. Like, like, hey, hey, like, hey Van, um, if you don't want to take my word for it, ask PN News for some pointers. Maybe he can make it better. <coughs> yeah, I had to call. I had to get his number from Van Hammer to find Axel. Because <laughs> Axel was late for a show. And I said, hey, Axel. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm calling you from Van Hammer's um, track phone. (laughs) And I was like, "Um, you're supposed to be in Dolphin tonight. And Axel was like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't know. And I was like, well, I don't book your shit. You know, so... If you ain't going to be there, you ain't going to be there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to tell you, Axel. So I promised my co-hosts on this show that we would be done at a certain time. And and I want to ask you guys if you want to hang out a little longer or end the show. Because I had something that I had for the show. And then Aaron started with his questions. And they were provocative. And I liked them. So we rolled with that. Um, I was watching, God bless me, um, WWF in 94. Why? 
Uh, I watched WrestleMania 10, so then I started watching WWF 94 stuff because I still have the network because I'm cheating. I have a VPN, so my my internet connection actually thinks I live in the United Kingdom, so I'm still able to subscribe to the network. And <laughs> I started watching WWF 94, which frankly is boring, but I was watching some some preliminary matches and then I saw a, a, a preliminary guy on there, so I decided to Google, you know, uh, jobbers in wrestling. And I found this article on WWFOldSchool.com of they ranked their 20 greatest jobbers in wrestling. Oh, I can't and 20 people. If you guys want to hang out, we can go over this list, or if you don't, we can save it for another show. Well, it's up to I you mean, guys. if you want to say Frank Williams... You can say Frank Williams. I think he's on there. Do you guys want to hang out and go through this real quick? Fuck How quick yeah. is it going to be? Like a half nope. an hour? Yeah, we can we can do it in a half hour. Dude, nobody loves jobbers more than me. <laughs> nobody. Like I can do a half an hour. Like right. what, one of these days, Aaron, I'm going to show you my my book that I started when I was a kid. I started writing down every job guy's name I ever known. Sweet. In a notebook. (laughs) And I got like, it's like three pages. Dude, that could be a weekly podcast. (laughs) You you wouldn't believe some of the guy's names that are on it from when I was a kid. Mick Foley's on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit. he, He jobbed at the Bulldogs. Yeah, there's so many guys' names that are on this list, and it's literally I I never added anything except my name. <laughs> I never added anything except you know except me. But mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, every other name it was when I was a kid, just watching TV, going job guys, the jobbers. <laughs> like I love the job guys. We'll give Aaron thirty minutes, and we'll run him through real quick. As we always do. We do everything real quick here, right? Number 20. This is the WWFOldSchool.com list of 20 best jobbers ever. Brian Costello. Oh. Remember him in the green? Negative. No. I don't know that guy. Yeah, negative. Mike Bell. Uh, I, I've I've seen Mike Bell, but no. Like, Mike they, Bell they, was uh he was like a nine early nineties jobber. They're not early nineties, late nineties jobber, wasn't he? Yeah, Later. he was on. He was on. I can remember him on WWF in ninety three at least. Yeah, he, he had a fat belly. Mm-hmm. Go bald, yeah, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Star, Bobby Star. Bob Starr's on this? Yeah. Number uh, 18, Bobby Starr. Oh, that list is completely jaded. <laughs> that list, Bobby Starr should be way, way up higher on that list. Do you know that Bobby Starr works two cents under a liger? No. <laughs> you know yeah, what? Bobby Starr... Bobby Starr recently connected me on Facebook, so I might have to get him on the podcast. Chad's talking highly of him. Bobby Starr, he worked Ricky Steamboat. Damn. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, he makes me sick. <laughs> when when I, I look at his body of work and I go, Bob, you're terrible. You're a star. <laughs> and, and, and I go, why am I why why am I not working? Jushin Thunder Liger and Ricky Steamboat. Ain't that it? That's because I'm a star. Oh I, I forgot. <laughs> Aaron, do you know anything about Bobby Starr? Any comments? No. I just All know right. what Chad just told me about him. Bobby Starr is a is a personal friend of mine. Well, oh, he's on this. If you want him on the show, we can get him on the show. I'd love to. Any worker, any worker. Bobby whether Starr, a, whether a jobber or not, you know. I mean, they worked. And Bobby if it, Starr? if he worked Steamboat, fuck yeah, I'll talk about it. I'm going to number seven more times. Bobby Starr. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a radio station to build. Anybody, if you've had one match, come on on. We'll give him we'll give him twelve food stamps. Uh, yes, how you doing? I got I got six picky sticks over here. Number right. seventeen, Dusty slash Dale Wolf. Dale Wolf. Okay. What as far as jobbers? Mm-hmm. He's number seventeen on this list. Well, that's probably yeah, that's probably down low enough. He worked he was a lot on superstars. Yeah, he was on Dallas superstars a lot. Yeah, yeah, that, he's that he's down there. Number sixteen, Reno Riggins. Reno Riggins. What? Hell of a hell of a mullet. Hell of a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Reno Riggins when I was like ten. Like yeah, he had a singlet, like a green, sing- uh, like a green and orange singlet, and a fucking. Yes, he did. And <laughs> he's gonna, he's full, gonna lose this. He's gonna lose this. A full and curly mullet, that motherfucker. <laughs> I remember Reno Riggins. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he was Smoky Mountain too. He was on Smoky Mountain for a little bit too. But yeah, Reno Riggins. Yeah. Number number fifteen, jumping Joey Mags. Well, that that guy trained Axel. Did he really? I didn't know that. Well, not actually. He he didn't actually train Axel. Him and his buddy trained Axel, which was uh, I don't remember his name. It was Jim somebody or other? Mm-hmm. But yeah, trained Axel. And, and I never actually saw him jump. <laughs> like, it was his name, but I never saw him jump. You know he was like he, did I? he was like he, he, well, he I was mean, like he was a tad taller than Kevin Sullivan, but I never saw him jump. <laughs> and he was a short little a short little heart. fucking like he, he was built like a fucking um um what I was taller. Like, like yeah, like if like a micro brawler or a fucking a fire hydrant, fucking jumping. Yeah, like Joey Mags was like a fucking fire hydrant. That's what he was built like, and I never saw him jump. And he also had an excellent mullet. But to be honest, Aaron, 
I never saw Glenn Jacobs do a root canal either. Number 14 on the list of best jobbers ever from WWFOldSchool.com. He's a from a Columbus, Ohio. He's Fuck a from Frankie Williams. Williams. <laughs> Why Shaggy cities and a pencil mustache. <laughs> Greatest job ever. I agree. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree. Frankie Williams, greatest job ever. And that Piper's Pit is one of the greatest wrestling segments ever. Let's not let's not uh, fucking chirp that shit. Piper's like, oh, you're from a Columbus. Columbus Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> but on WWF old school. But, but hold on, hold on. Oh, sure. That's my favorite thing that Rock. It's not my favorite thing Roddy ever said, but when he was trying to figure out what Piper's Pit was supposed to be, he was interviewing Frankie Williams, and Frankie Williams, he was like, where are you from? And he's like, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. And Piper (laughs) said, the minute he goes, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, Piper said, the minute he said that, it clicked at him, and he goes, oh, that's what this show is supposed to be. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I'm going to smack this fucker in the face. It's going to be great. (laughs) Number 13 on this list, The Gambler. In WCW? Yep. Yeah. Whose actual real name was Jeff Gamble. So, not too far off. He sucked ass. Yeah, but he did other work. He did. Uh, like for Eddie that. Mansfield and mm-hmm. I mean no he's not Frankie Williams <laughs> number you twelve can't, you can't, no number Again, twelve other, not Frankie oh, Williams <laughs> he's not I would rank Frankie as probably top three at least they rank number twelve Terry Gibbs. He was a star in St. Louis. <laughs> but he jobbed as I mean, a warrior on the WWF. So these guys think. Well, I mean, if he was a star in St. Louis, what's that <laughs> tell you about the territory? Number 11, recently passed, Barry O. Barry Orton. Again. There's the guy that did, what, 14, 15 tapings in the the early 80s? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't a perennial jobber, right? I mean... I wouldn't wouldn't count him, no. And then he was in a... He wasn't a jobber, like, everywhere he went. Like, when he was in Stampede, he was, like, the... The Zodiac, whatever, and they did shit. They did shit with him, yeah, yeah. I think this list is just shit that people saw. Well, yeah, and I mean it's a it's a website it's a website called WWF Old School. So, okay, number ten, Rusty Brooks, who we recently lost. He was he was a uh, he was a perennial in Florida though. 
I don't know what to say. I mean, I I loved I loved when Dusty Brooks or Rusty Brooks would tag himself in the ring, and he would get mm-hmm. in, and I just go, "Look at that fat piece of crap." Well, and the funny thing about <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing about him was he was fat, but then he'd tag in, and you'd be like, "God damn, look at him work!" <laughs> yeah, he's taking our drag. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he tag in, taking our drag, taking hip toss. And you go like you're a fat piece of crap. <laughs> you're like, like you're not supposed to be able to take this crap. Yeah, look at you, you snack pack. Yeah. <laughs> you're awful. You're unhealthy. <laughs> what the fuck's the matter with you? You you big human ball of confusion. <laughs> yeah, what's the matter with you? <laughs> Number we nine. don't know what to think of you, you <laughs> fat fucking conundrum guy. Yeah. <laughs> Your parents are all calling people, trying to figure out what to do with you. I don't know what to do with him. You got a, you got a, you got a, you got a gut and a Dutch boy haircut yeah. and big titties, but you can work. What the yeah, fuck is car- going on? He's got car- You're a walking. You're a walking contradiction, Rusty Brooks. He's got insurance and car payments and rusty kids. <laughs> I mean, he don't know what's going on. He's just out there. It's seventy five dollars a week is what's paying the bills. That's what I think. Um, Poor Rusty. He's Brooks. a he's a big fat musty ball of can fucking fusion. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, the Moki Brothers. Monkeys? Yeah. Monkey Mania? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 They're I don't all right. <clears throat> I, I don't think the Monkeys. I mean, I think the Monkeys are the perennials, but. Not like when you're talking about like job people. Mm-hmm. Like the Malkies are the guys that Ric Flair would take to the bar. After, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, guy, and also guys that um, when the wrestlers, if were, if, if Arn Tully are bored, they're going to be like, "Hey, let's go yeah. out there and have a good." I was going to say when the wrestlers are mad at the promotion, <laughs> the Malkies are the guys that go out there and be like, "You know, your steamboat tonight." Yeah, I mean, could you, could you see Flair like telling Randy or Bill Mulkey that you're a Flair or Steamboat to me? Probably not. But you can always say George South or, you know, mm-hmm. or one of them guys. Yeah, they're, what, they're the guy that's the guy tonight. You can see that, but not one of the fucking monkeys. <laughs> the monkeys sounds like it's a disease. <laughs> oh, I can't come tonight. I got the monkeys. Uh, <laughs> fucking monkeys. Sal, Sal Malone was like, don't book me in the viewer choice. I got the monkeys. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. 
got it, and I got it from the peaches. <laughs> oh no, the kids, the kids. The peaches the gave monkeys. me the peaches gave me the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids, the, the same man's like, pay monkeys. your bill, Sal. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Re. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Number eight. The unpredictable Johnny Ryan. Sal Palomo? Oh. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Johnny Rods. So what I mean, what's the deal? Like what do you want me? What do you say about him? I don't know. Let me see what these guys say about him. Did he try like to where he stands? I, I like that shit. Um, the angle they did with Piper with Johnny Rods in, in LA, where um, Johnny Rods beat the shit out of him, like, beat the shit out of Piper like three weeks in a row. And then Piper came on the next week and was like, hey, you know, I. I, I can't beat this guy up, so I'm just going to be his manager now. Mm-hmm. That was fun. But these guys at WWFOldSchool.com rank him as number eight in the best jobbers of all time. Can I say who I think number one's going to be? Okay. I don't I even number, know. I think number one's going to be Mike Sharp, but we'll keep going. <clears throat> number seven. Special Delivery Jones on their FD? list. Yep. What's his real name? Super Destroyer. <laughs> Jones? <laughs> <laughs> like, when when the mailman puts the package in the thing, he's like... You motherfucker. <laughs> Super Destroyer Super, Jones. Super Destroyer Jones. Would you look at you? <laughs> it was like you two worked that out. <laughs> yeah, it's like he lives. He, he's living in this roach-infested fucking apartment. <laughs> yeah, you know? but I'm I'm super destroyed. <laughs> Jones. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I headbutt it's these roaches. <laughs> <laughs> Their opening sentence in their article about him is, Special Delivery Jones is best known for his run as an enhancement talent in the World Wrestling Federation from 1974 to 1990. Congrats, SD. Damn. It was a jobber <laughs> a, for that long? That's a long-ass time. <laughs> I thought I thought that I kept my career up a long time for being a job guy. But SD Joe's, that was like, what, nine years? Eight years? <laughs> 20 fucking something years. <laughs> yeah, SD Joe's, he just, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, the, like, he put over a finger painting expedition. And the checks Whatever. keep coming. <laughs> the checks keep coming. Number six, Jim Powers. All right, well, whatever. Now we're starting to get into the guys that people know. Like Frank Williams should be the first. I, that's just that's just the way it is. I I would say 
Frankie Williams would be my number two, and my number one would probably be Steve Lombardi. I'm I have, telling I you guys, have, it's going to be Mike Sharp. I'm telling you guys, it's going to be Mark, Mike Sharp. Well, number at, five, number one. at this point, Aaron, you're probably right. You're probably right. Number five is Dwayne Gill. Oh, Dwayne boy? My, boy, my buddy Dwayne? <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, what? <laughs> because you can see him on every week on um, um, Dark Side of the Ring when well, he's getting clotheslined by the Road Warriors? Or, um... <laughs> <laughs> With his um, black and white blonde mullet. Look, Dwayne Gill, come on. Seriously. Dwayne Gill's awesome. I, I don't I, I don't know what to say about Dwayne. I've known Dwayne for I mean almost 30 years for cried goddamn crying out loud. Mm-hmm. And he's had the most awesome career. And it's funny how every time he just he sits at home and then the phone rings. And they call him to come back and do something. And he's like, well, what's he going to say? No. <laughs> right. Hey, how much? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's going to say, hey, we want you to come back. We want you to do something with like our truth or whatever. I don't know. But no. What's he going to say? I'm busy. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the bathroom, man. I got I got this bonsai tree. It ain't gonna trim itself. <laughs> Fuck. How do you think this thing works? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you know what I mean, right? So yeah, Dwayne Dwayne's like a good friend of mine. And every time I see Dwayne like doing anything, same with Ellsworth, I just go, I can't believe you two are still getting fucking paid <laughs> to do anything, anything. Because Vince Vince likes Dwayne because um like he'll do anything. What's that? He pro- he probably pays Vince. He doesn't pay Vince. I mean Vince likes Dwayne because back in like ninety one when he was doing jobs for Vince. Like the Road Warriors and the Steiners, they would say, "Hey, we want to work with this guy." You know, you know, the, you know, do the jobs because he took the bumps, kind of thing. You know what I mean, right, Nate? Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's a testament to a fantastic worker. You know, say what you want, but Dwayne Gill obviously was a guy that. Serious pro wrestlers wanted to work with if they had to do an enhancement match. And he called you know, Vince's eye. Yeah. The Steiners liked him. The Road Warriors liked him. Number four on this list is a guy that <laughs> maybe not necessarily was a guy that <clears throat> Vince would have wanted to be on his show. But a guy that would have definitely brought a bunch of extra talent to the show is the Italian Stallion. Number four. Gary Saval. What, WWE? 
Yeah, I mean this this website is wwfoldschool.com. But as far as as top jobbers of all time, eh. Eh. <laughs> Well, you probably you probably couldn't book um Italian Stallion in WWE and what? Anytime pre-84, right? Right. So, where would you book him? Like, is he, is he the Scott McGee? <laughs> that, you know, he's at Madison Square Garden opening match against <clears throat> Seth Thornton? Was he one of those guys, like, hooked up with Bundy? Who? Italian Stallion. Was he Was he tight with Bundy? You know what? That's a good question. He could have been. I don't know for a fact, but but um, he probably did have a connection with Bundy because they were all in the same like racket together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they were all sudden in the same guys that do TVs, you know? Right. And doing shit together, so he probably knew Chris. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but that makes sense, honestly. Aaron, anything on Italian Stallion? I didn't ever think I'd ask that question on the show. Yeah, he, he loves him. He's got a, I mean, I saw his tattoo the other day on Facebook. I, mean, I never put a tattoo on Facebook. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, I saw it. The tattoo you got. The Stallion Beefcake tattoo you have. Yeah, I have an Italian Stallion Beefcake tattoo. That's right. It's like it's like Two Face from the Batman. <laughs> what? Why'd you put it on the Facebook page? <laughs> now the whole world can see it. <laughs> we all we all see it now. Okay. <laughs> Stop posting your tattoos and your lasagnas on yeah. Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And am I a spicy meatballs? <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> What's the matter, you? I have no idea. But the Italian stallion's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus, the Italian stallion's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. What is your money? Wow, Fuck why? him and his entire yeah, family. Like, why? <laughs> God. <laughs> all right, moving on. Number three. He ain't no Frankie Williams. That's all I'm going to say. Well, you're not. Or, wrong, or Super Destroyer Jones. Fuck the Italian salad. Obviously, he's no Frankie Williams because Frankie <laughs> Williams was like, what, four or five? Answer your list. Answer, bitch. It's not, it's not my list. It's www.oldschool.com. But they rank number three, Barry Horowitz. All right. Well, obviously, they're they're going in this direction. Mm-hmm. They're just putting just, people... Just keep Barry people. Horowitz away from Fritz Von Erich, and we'll be okay. <laughs> Barry Horowitz Von Erich. I was trying to do like a nasty Jew joke. No, I, I, I mean, I was thinking about like if the Von Erich needed another Von Erich. 
<laughs> Barry, Barry Von Eric. <laughs> Barry Von Eric. <laughs> Barry Von Eric. <laughs> Reggie <laughs> Barry, I don't know why Barry Von Eric. The Texas Stradle. Barry Von Eric. Well, you're going to say all that, not me. Yes, I'm I not, am. I am. Barry Von Eric. The, the only thing I said was he, it's Barry Von Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean yeah. I'll give I'll give credit to Barry as far as a jobber and and when I grew up as a wrestling fan. Yeah. <laughs> Perennial jobber. He was always there. And uh, it was never a bad match. And he always did a good job. But whatever. Frankie Williams, Frankie yeah, Williams should, should still be higher. I did. I worked for Barry um, Von Eric. <laughs> 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 it's like, why the fuck it Lance, man? <laughs> you could have got Barry. <laughs> I mean, that, just, that, that just reeks of success. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, Lance sunk. Yeah, over the nose dive. <laughs> Boom. Right down into the water. But yeah, very, very fun, Eric. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah now we got something going. Yeah. It's the first Von Eric with a Jew perm. It would make it great. <laughs> yeah. Jew Von Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure you can say that, but I, whatever. <laughs> like Jew von Eric? <laughs> That's probably, it's you probably the, can't say it's that. The, it's the complete opposite of Fritz's gimmick. <laughs> Fritz is like, shit, I don't want to kill this one. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't say Jew von Eric. <laughs> Number two. (laughs) Number two. The Brooklyn Brawler, Steve Lombardi. All right. So is it a biased list? It is. It totally is. I said Mike Sharp's going to be number one. But Steve Steve Lombardi. Um, I, I, he, I, I know he's a jobber or whatever, but he, he should be commended for what he did in his career. I think. I mean, I'm not disagreeing because if your goal as a pro wrestler is to make money and make money in the top job, well, yeah, and make money in the top pro wrestling promotion in the world. Obviously, Steve-O did his job and made his money. Steve-O? <laughs> well, Steve-O Lombardi. <laughs> All right, who's next? All right, number one. And as much as 
as his brother, as it pains me to admit every single time that he was right, on WWFOldSchool.com's list of top jobbers of all time, the number one is Iron Mike Sharp. Boom. Told you. Iron Mike Sharp is the perennial jobber. And I'm not even saying that, trying to be disrespectful. I mean, he sold it perfectly. And, um, I mean, he did his job as a jobber, you know. And to his credit, before he was a jobber, I mean, the guy fucking worked back in MSG. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) But it's true. It's not a lie. And like I said, like, he, everybody that he worked with, he put over and he did a good job with them. And he was, he was a, I want to say he was a character. You know, like, yeah, yeah, he was a jobber, but the people, him, and he was, he was a fucking character, and people enjoyed him, and I enjoyed Mike Sharp, and like I said, when I told you, oh, this guy's gonna be the number one guy on it, I'm, I'm 38 years old now, I started watching wrestling probably when I was five, and I still have memories of Mike Sharp. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to hear me shit on him. Oh, no, I mean, I I have memories of when we brought Mike Sharp in to, like, work, like, on an independent show. Mm -hmm. And when I was going to the show and I was, like, asking Jeff Jones, like, who's on the show? Oh, Mike Sharp. Mike Sharp. Kidding me, right? <laughs> no, no. Mike Sharp against whatever. And it drew like, I don't know, 400, you know? Like, I mean, it drew what we needed to draw. Right. It wasn't like we, we were like, like selling out the garden. Or anything. It drew like the little house that we needed to do it was him against uh, Mark Freer. I don't know if you guys know who Mark Freer is. I do not. He was New Jack's original partner. Oh shit! <laughs> go back and look in. Go back and look in uh, Memphis from like 1990, 1991. It was. Uh, New Jack, and I don't know what Mark Freer's name was, but they worked Memphis together, and Mark Freer just didn't have it in him. You know? He mm-hmm. just didn't He just didn't have the wrestling business in him. So he bailed out. 
I mean, all Sharp had to do was look at the crowd and go, hey! And, you know, I mean... Well, for an independent wrestler, that's the fucking job you want, right? Right, yeah. And like we said earlier, obviously we would have liked to have Frankie Williams be ranked higher. But... Mark Sh- Mike Sharp number one. I can't argue with it. I guess no, it's a sham. Frankie Williams is number one. I mean, if 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 Mike if Mike Sharp Mike Sharp had got offense on Bob Backlund, <laughs> true. I mean, like like literally, really? like Bob Backlund one day went to his fucking bathroom and goes, "Oh my god!" He grabbed his rib and he's like, "You know, I'm a little sore." Mike Sharp, that was a stiff shot he gave me. You know, I mean, yeah. there's no, there's nobody going to the fucking latrine going. That Frankie Williams, like <laughs> he, he was really stiff tonight. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's happening. So, um, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll just forget about all that, and then we'll rebook this. <laughs> um. <laughs> um yeah, because then, yeah, there's no chance that. Oh, goddamn! What is Frankie Williams at your house? <laughs> <laughs> Frankie Williams who just knocked over all your your glasses? All my beer bottles. Oh my god! <laughs> Frankie Williams is all pissed off. I'm a Frankie I'm from, Williams. I'm a Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I get not afraid of nobody. I'm always a side wing no matter what. And not gonna get bottles down, bitch. A fucking with me, I fucking with you. I I don't <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. That's uh the Fra- Frank Williams is the greatest jobber of all time. Like I, there's just not there there's not even an argument. Like whether he likes it or not. That's the worst part about it. Is what if you call Frank Williams and say, "Hey, man, you're the greatest jobber ever." <laughs> and he answers the phone. He's like, "Uh, <laughs> what's the matter, you?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, he's Sal. Yeah. He's Sal Plomo. Spicy meatball. But what about the kids? <laughs> what about the kids? Regular, it's like a fuck <laughs> those kids. Yeah, I got a job to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, me, I, gotta I gotta knock up. I gotta knock it over the bottles and put over the pipe. I ain't got time for the kids. Me, I gotta be in Hamburg on Wednesday. Right, what's the matter, you? Yeah. You know? Johnny Rod says they gotta be there. Uh, uh, Mr. Estrada said I gotta be there to get, to get paid. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Well, this has been another <laughs> fantastic edition of a no edit, no holds barred edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Archie, thank you and your sinuses for joining us for like 14 Archie's minutes. Now, <laughs> but I'm thanking him 
for his 14 minutes of service regardless. And those that didn't join us, Kyle, Chris, David, what the fuck are you waiting for? But anyway, Aaron, Chad, you guys are the true troopers. <laughs> the true what was that? We are yeah. the true troopers. You are, true you are the no, nobody troops better than us, Aaron. <laughs> we are the best troopers. You We're are, the, yeah. Um, if you guys could sing, th- th- this is if you guys could this sing. Is, this, this is that like, Jericho this is song. Like, this is like to end the like, fucking show. So that me shitting on AEW isn't. No, the this worst is like listen. This is like listening to a Rotary Hawk promo. Shut up. <laughs> I'm a true trooper, and so are you, Chad. <laughs> Fucking Nate is mumble mouth. You close the show then, fucker. Peace, bitches. Buy the shirt. That was a terrible sign. Buy the shirt. <laughs> Buy the shirt. Toopers. <laughs> Buy the shirt, Toopers. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good tuber, Chad. I'm a tuber? Apparently we're the best tubers in the world, buddy. Uh, I think my I think my fiance's got some sucking lake tubers. <laughs> <laughs> she got she got tuber one. Mm. <laughs> Uh, goodbye, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the latest edition of the Drunken We Can't Wrestle podcast. We'll see you next week. Fuck up. The We Can't Wrestle podcast is a production of Maxin' Out Media. All rights reserved.